It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. Last week on the Hideout, we talked about Tony Snow and Bozo's passing, which led to a discussion on game shows. We talked about eating dog and how it is banned in China during the Olympics. Satchel Pat told us about wearing his girlfriend's underwear on his head. We recited more lame poetry. I'm the Kid McLovin, and now you're up to date on the Hideout. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. The hideout. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and very loyal from that base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What's new? Oh, what are you doing, Ah, uh, What's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. It is a Monday night. Not a Saturday night, but a Monday night. And your hideout boys are here with you live on 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. And we are proud to follow the Michael Mara Show. If you want to get in, it is live. We got games. We got prizes. Uh, we got the hijinks that you're used to in the hideout. Uh, participate in any number of ways. It is certainly up to you. If you want to get in, Dubs, how do they do it? In, uh, on the phone, you can hit us up at 800-636-1067. That's 800-636-1067. We are filling in for the vacation gym room, so uh, you can hit us up live and chat with us all night long. Also, on the AOL Instant Messenger, hit us up at Hideout Radio. That's the screen name on there. Hideoutradio.com is our website, but you can get to everything on our new fantastic page on WJFK.com, which includes uh, links to my blog, YardstickofDeath.com, and the podcast. Uh, absolutely, the podcasts are there for you, including from this last Saturday night show. And uh, I want to introduce to you guys, some of you may remember uh, Hefe and Dubs. Maybe you're just now finding us, not realizing we've been back on Saturday nights on WJFK uh, for a few months now. But we got a couple of new characters we want to introduce to you. You heard right off the bat, the kid McLovin, our 26-year-old virgin. He is our hideout secretary, and he keeps the hideout minutes. So that means at the top of every hour, we get you caught up on what it was we did, and he just told you what we did on Saturday night. Also with us, uh, we call him Southern Dubs. That's the satchel patch over there. And uh, he. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more of him and what he is he does. Uh, but nonetheless, you got your four Saturday night buddies here with you on a Monday night on 106.7 WJFK. How you boys feeling? Terrific. I feel uh, rested. Bull, I just had myself a nice double quarter pounder with cheese. That's what I get paid 
Uh, that's a that's a full meal to me now. Um, ah, a, 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 a meal of champions. Yes. Oh, the other thing, I would be remiss if I did not say hello to the legions of people in the Pal Talk room for the hideout. You got Pal Talk. You can uh, stream video. You can stream audio, uh, and you can actually see a camera live in the studio right here. It's uh, your laptop camera, so it's pointing right at you. Exactly. Wonderful. So, uh, well, it's the best view in the house. So, anyway, that is, again, uh, you can link up through that. You go to WJFK.com and go to the hideout page. Hey, speaking of that, Saturday night, just really quickly, uh, as we get started here in the first hour of the hideout, Saturday night, we kind of broke the news on WJFK that Tony Snow had died, the former um, press secretary for yes. the President of the United States. And one of the things that you and I kind of saw... Uh, that was really somewhat disturbing is the fact that Tony Snow was catching a lot of crap on Internet message boards, like yeah. on the blogs and they stuff. They were being vicious towards and, him. And not just vicious, just talking about how happy they were, that he was dead, um, that he was going to burn in hell, and really just some messed up stuff that, first of all, is it appropriate, you know, just to begin with, you know what I mean? But beyond that, it's it, why is it that every single person that comes out of the Bush administration, are they always, every time someone dies, everyone's going to get insanely excited over it and even dance on graves? You know, there's just no class. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some people who technically do deserve it. I don't think Tony Snow was one of them. And even if they do deserve it, I don't find the uh, the the upside of it no matter who it is so what we did is we took uh we took one for the team we said on our new webpage on wjfk.com go there and leave the nastiest comments that you can and you know if you're gonna have this spill this vitriol and you're just really gonna be mean don't do it toward him yeah do it to some people that deserve it hefe and dubs you know and satchel patch like some good old scumbags yeah you know some really some people that deserve a good tongue lashing mm-hmm. i can't bring it up on here why don't you Talking go to sexy over there yeah i know why don't you go to wjfk.com dubs and see if you can find some of the latest uh just really mean things that people have been saying about us instead of tony snow uh on the comments portion by the way really quickly dubs i wanted to show you this mm-hmm. i didn't know uh fred phelps from the Westboro Baptist Church? Yes, he's a classy guy with a lot of nice things to say about everybody dead. One of the guys that's always out protesting uh, soldiers' funerals saying that God hates fags and stuff like that, uh, he, uh, he had a message for Tony Snow. Tony Snow is now in hell, and Westboro Baptist Church will picket his funeral next Thursday, July 17, at the Christ Episcopal Church in Alexandria, Virginia. While he worked as press secretary, he relished his duties as critic of Westboro Baptist Church when Bush signed the bill into law respecting our establishment of religion and prohibiting our free exercise thereof and abridging our freedom of speech. And so it was that Tony Snow conspired with others to do harm to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ by suppressing the preaching of that church in violation of the First Amendment and the laws of the land and the holy word of God. 
Isn't it awesome? Isn't it awesome just to know that no matter who you are, once you die, people are they're going to hate you. Yep. And they're also going to be very excited about the fact that you're dead. 800-636-1067. Here's some of the wonderful bad comments coming to us on the uh, hideout message board on WJFK.com. Used to be good, but now it's just boring and unlistenable. I agree. Signed, Dro Silva. Um, something about a tampon that I can't say on the air. Let's see. Uh, something about a CJ. Uh, <laughs> All right, so it's stuff that's right in line with the hideout then. It's something uh, that perfectly fits. Something about the kid here. Tony Snow's corpse is funnier than that dork. I would agree with that. Very true statement. Yeah, no doubt about it. You could just sound any more like a nerd. Any more like a robot. All right, here we go. It is a Monday night. Hey, speaking of uh, things politics, did you see this, the um, the New Yorker magazine thing that they put out with Barack Obama and his wife, the satirical picture? I have not seen the picture yet. I've read tons about it, but uh, everywhere I went for some reason, the uh, picture wasn't linked with it, which right. is odd to me. I got it right here for you, actually, if you want it. It's a caricature of Barack Obama, a caricature of him as a Muslim, mm-hmm. standing in the Oval Office with a flag burning in the fireplace, uh, a painting of Osama bin Laden hanging on the wall as he gives a fist bump to his wife, Michelle Obama, who is pictured wearing a military fatigues and an automatic rifle slung over her shoulder. So it's accurate. No. Are we sure this isn't just a Polaroid? <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a set, it's a satirical photo uh, and the name of the article that goes with it is called The Politics of Fear. Yeah. All right, so here's what they're doing. They're doing. They're running a bit. They're running a bit in the, in the New Yorker about the fact that everyone talks about that Barack's uh, he's a Muslim and that, that, that terrorist fist jab that he and his wife did. You know what I mean? But at that same time, here's what happens. The Obama camp comes out and calls it awful and offensive, mm-hmm. and the McCain camp comes out, it completely agrees that it's awful and offensive. Have we completely lost our sense of what satire is? Yeah, we can't. If if it's deemed, I don't know, uh, offensive in any way, it doesn't matter if it's in the uh, the eyes of satire or if you're just being offensive. It is automatically both lumped together as just offensive, and there's no if ands or buts about it. And the, I mean, the point of this thing is that people are actually out there thinking. This is what Barack Obama is, and that his wife is a a black militant that wants to kill Whitey. And they're purposely poking fun of this, but what's going on is that the Obama camp completely, and this scares me, completely misses the idea that this is a joke. Mm -hmm. And that scares me to no end because they're not getting jokes. So if they're not getting jokes, dude, what do we do? This is obvious satire. Are you and I safe? Is satire safe? To the point the president, no, the presidential ca- uh, uh, candidates can't even realize obvious satire. 1-800-636-1067. Dude, it's frightening to me as a quote-unquote satirist, if I could even spell that. They want to edit. They want to edit everybody and everything that we do, anything that could be construed as uh, wrong, racist, uh, anything down that line, they want to cut it off. And make turn everybody into tree hugging hippies so everybody can get along, hold hands, and that and, is true. And, and share a Coca Cola. That is true. The, Coke the, Zero. I'm on a diet. We are we are seeing the product of hippie parents now getting into power, and uh, and everybody knows that the uh, the hippie movement 
was funded by communism. Stop it. What does this do a generation from now when all these kids grow up and, and they start getting older and they had never had their ass whipped, you know, from their parents because they were yeah. always setting time out. And then now these are these are the people we have to deal with. And, you know, it's and almost I, I wish I was Tony Snow dead. Here's the thing. It, I wish you were, too. It is blatant, blatant satire. Yeah. I mean, you can't get any more just, hey, we're going to throw this out as the most offensive stuff in the uh we, and we're saying it's most offensive, and we're saying this is what they're trying to make you afraid of. Exactly! And no one's getting it, man! Let's go to line two, Jimmy in Fairfax. Jimmy, you're in the hideout. What's up, guys? Hey, buddy. You're, you're back, huh? Uh, well, just, just for, for today and tomorrow. Yeah. Thank God, because you guys suck. Boom, out of here. <laughs> Boom, out of here. Boom, out of here. Boom, out of here. Boom, out of here. Out of here. Hey! Uh, Go listen to yourself now. And yeah, rack them. Make sure you rack them. <laughs> we'll, we'll play that one back at the end of the night. 800-636-1067. So getting back to the point. And by the way, kudos to Jimmy in yeah. Fairfax. Because earlier you and I were talking about the fact that uh, evilness and anger only comes out online. Mm -hmm. I, I encourage Jimmy to post on WJFK.com in the comments section. But getting back to the point at line that people no longer understand satire. Or is that what happened? Did you and I just miss it with Jimmy and Fairfax and he was actually being satirical? Maybe. Maybe we're just becoming that, uh, I don't know, that that turned by the whole political movement of you can't be offensive whatsoever. No one gets jokes anymore. Mm -mm. And not even when they're in print, not even when they're cartoons. I didn't get Jimmy's even when he repeated it seven times. Right. Well, that's the key. <laughs> I thought he had an echo effect. <laughs> uh, it is the hideout. Hef and Dubs in for the vacationing. Jim Rome on 106.7 WJFK on a Monday night. Usually on Saturday nights right now. Uh, Going to be in today and tomorrow for Rome. So anyway, that's where that stands. Now, the other thing that I saw about Barack Obama is that he is considering uh, advertising in NASCAR. Because he wants to he wants to be on a NASCAR mm -hmm. and have the opportunity to read, reach NASCAR dads. By the way, the vast majority of them who think that he is actually... A Muslim. That, that cover on the New Yorker. Satchel Patch, you're from Arkansas. You think that's a bad idea? Man, I, I tell you the truth, I honestly do. Uh, is, is he, it'd be almost like he's an oddball there. He'd really stand out. Maybe it'd be some good advertising. You know, you get in the crowd, you're, you stay, he'll stick out like a sore thumb on a car. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that that will do any good. It might even fuel more hate, you know. If he if he loses, if that car loses, they're like, yeah, told you so. Other drivers, and if, it, if it wins, affirmative. They'll try to wreck. Car. What happens if he wrecks? No, other cars will try to wreck him. They'll see him out there, yeah. you know, and it'll be like a big bullseye target on that back. And, and I imagine NASCAR drivers they'll refuse to drive that All car. Right, I want to go back because we stepped on Dubs's joke. If he wins, it was an affirmative action car. Uh, that was actually quality. Thank you. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. So what else is he going to do now to reach NASCAR dads? Is he now going to start advertising on Copenhagen or mayonnaise? You know, something to really get the redneck vote? Is he going to go out there and do stuff like that? Is that what the next point is? Because it's funny that now everything is segmented down. It's NASCAR dads or it's soccer moms. So, you know, as a NASCAR dad, he's, all, he's only going to be advertising on Wonder Bread. Like, what is he going to do to go after that redneck crowd? Obama Meyer. My new baloney. My baloney has a first name. Uh, so I, I say he uh, they have him walking around fashioning some new Wrangler jeans. I think that would be really good for him. And Coveralls I, and yeah. mesh hats. Uh, and then on the other side, it's just really a situation of John McCain, who I know you're a real big fan yes. of, 
who's never heard of the Internet. Uh, he rarely uses it. He never gets online. And it's actually kind of funny that he has no idea, no idea of how to log on to blogs or how to do a blog. Does your grandpa? My grandpa doesn't or didn't. I, I don't think he needs to. He, he's that old school guy. He has, you know, uh, a, uh, a woodpecker chopping out his thing on a nice little piece of granite for him. Uh, yeah, he's got an elephant outside, and that's what he uses for a shower. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like. It seems like McCain is the guy who, uh, in his office, uses an abacus instead of a calculator. Because he has no idea, no idea at all about how to use uh, the It doesn't scare you a little bit that we're now in this technology age. Everything is online. you got Pal Talk. you got Instant Messenger. And the president potentially has no idea how to get on. He's like the satchel patch. Didn't even know what LemonParty.org uh, was. Well, you know. Although it looks like three McCain's having fun. I think it, it, that's fine because I get along fine day-to-day life, not blogging, not yeah. doing anything like that. It means he can spend his time going out there killing people and, and actually do something good instead of being a little geek st- sitting and in front of his computer you, all day. I'll tell you what. He did, he did a lot, he's, and I think he's even the more green candidate. Because he doesn't get online, he doesn't use a car that uses uh, uh, foreign oils because he uses his feet as brakes and motor. It's just like the Flintstones. Yeah. That's what it is. He's literally Flintstones president. He seems like my kind of guy. I've been doing that with my cars while my starter's been out, running around, pushing it. Uh, just getting about doing that stuff. And it's the Hideout Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK on a Monday night. In for the vocationing Jim Rome. Quick break. We'll come back on the other side. Uh, one of the things that I saw, Dubs, all right, and I wanted to share this with you. We saw it on Monday night, I mean on Saturday night, and we said, we will, uh, let's do this. Of the top 20 TV shows in America right now, more than half of them are game shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking The Bachelorette, Wipeout, Celebrity Family Feud, uh, Celebrity Prices Right. Uh, just all this junk, American Idol, all this stuff. All the number one stuff is nothing but the game show. So here on a Monday night, we're going to do a bunch of game shows. We've got some fun game shows coming up on the other side, including, Dubs, Inmate or Playmate, Tranny or Trampoline, or Car Dealer or Kid Toucher. All those coming up. 800-636-1067 if you want to get into the hideout. There's a few people holding on the line very, very patiently. So Dan, Jacob, the rest of you We'll get to you when we get back. It's next, 106.7 WJFK. Listen to The Hideout. Notice how gracefully it sits over the human hand. Sexy. Notice it has a point at the top. Tell me more. It's just the right shape. Oh, yes. The atheist's nightmare. The Hideout. The Hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. In for the vacationing Jim Rome. It is the hideout, usually on Saturday nights on 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. Our new buddies, the Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin are also here with us. If you want to jump in at any point, feel free to do that as we are live. We've got the Pal Talk room going. We've got the Instant Messenger going, Hideout Radio. You can link to all that stuff uh, through various links on the WJFK page 
uh, WJFK.com. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and just hit us up on the phone, 800-636-1067, and get in where you can. Let's go to Jacob real quick in Manassas. Jacob, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey, man. Uh, I was calling in about that uh, goofy satire thing that y'all were talking about. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, here's my take on the whole thing. I feel like, uh, and, and please don't take me as uh, as uh, an Obama supporter in, in any right. Um, okay. But I feel like the Obama crowd has got to complain about this thing because the Obamas, the the, uh, the liberals are tired of hearing all crap about Osama this and, and him not saying the Pledge of Allegiance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they have to complain to keep their people uh, satisfied, <laughs> brainwashed. Um, but, and I feel like um, McCain has to say something about it too because he doesn't want the uh, the independents and the sway votes to to think that you know he's he supports that kind of um, slander or mudslinging and stuff. Right. However, you want to take it. But you know, it doesn't it worry you at all, though, that presidential candidates don't see an obvious joke whenever it's right there staring them in the face. Like it, it was actually pro Obama, the uh, the whole thing in a convoluted way. Well, just kind of showing how people think this craziness, and then even beyond that too, it's like, do they watch Saturday Night Live and not get it? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. all are they going to see and then not? I don't not... get it anymore. On well, Saturday Night Live. I, but I think that. I think they're they're playing to the layman and and the idiots, the people that are going to see this thing for face value and they're not going to read deeper into it they're just going to they're they're just going to look at the picture and think oh my god you know what and they're not going to you know and i think they're playing to the people out there who are uneducated and fail to to realize this kind of stuff i mean because there's there's people out there that are just dumb as thumbs no you're right and you know what that's a good point hey thank you for the phone call dude that's a good point because really as americans we're a bunch of idiots and i forget about the average person who just might see that on the stand and be like, oh, my God, what's the New Yorker doing? And have no idea what the New Yorker actually is or that it's full of, you know, satire and some serious stuff, too. Yeah, but if you see that and you think, oh, my God, you're going to pick it up and look at it, and then you're going to figure it out, usually. I would say for the most part. I think we used that earlier, though. This is a Polaroid. How'd they get this? (laughs) Who went in and who went in and got that? Oh, my goodness, this is what they're going to do. They are really going to paint the White House black. Uh, hey, I, got a, I got an update on that uh, Obama and that NASCAR sponsorship. It, it, apparently, uh, Obama bailed out on the whole idea. Uh, these cars just don't go far enough to the left. All right. You see, there you go, running no, a hack No, truck. seriously, seriously. The, the Obama campaign says they won't be sponsoring a car in the Sprint Cup Series. Uh, they want to continue to look for other ways to reach out to voters and uh, spread Senator Obama's message. But uh, they actually turned down the NASCAR deal. Oh, so what is he going to have a clothing line uh, at Walmart? Is baloney. that how he gets NASCAR dads? Wow, Obama Fubu. <laughs> uh, it is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK Hefe and Dubs. Now, uh, for the first segment, people on the web listening to us all around the country, they didn't hear us. So just to let everybody know, the first podcast is already up for you to download, so you can catch up on the show. Very cool. You got any other updates over there for us, Satchelpass? Yeah, man. Check this out. I was looking around. Jose Canseco, not too long ago, uh, you know, he's looking for some money, looking for a way to keep himself in the media and, and everybody's attention. And he decided that he wanted to go out there and challenge somebody to a fight, mm-hmm. uh, almost a celebrity boxing type deal. And uh, he went and, you know, challenged some Philadelphia Eagle, Eagle sportscaster and got knocked out, knocked on his ass in the first round. He got knocked down twice. And, uh, you know, it, as soon as the, the opening bell sounded, Canseco was knocked down twice and the fight was stopped. 
And they had about, you know, 2,000 people there to watch uh, Jose Canseco take a serious I, ass with him. I'm not a hater of Jose Canseco, but I am kind of glad that he got knocked out because if he would have... Is Cuban? No, because if he would have... Uh, That's my know, reason. If he would have uh, knocked uh, the other guy out, then uh, you would say that, you know, big old Jose Canseco steroid monkey is, uh, you know... Just knocking sports writers out. That it guy won't... was five foot nine. Jose Canseco six foot four. Really? Yeah, this guy's uh, forty five years old and five foot nine, and he swarmed. It says he swarmed all over the <laughs> six foot four Canseco. Doesn't it? Isn't that awesome? Did you even show too that steroids actually don't make you that much of a oh. badass? But you this, know I mean? this guy used to play for the Philadelphia Eagles back in the day, and, so he was on the stuff too. And uh, uh, allegedly, Brett, Brett from the Junkies might be fighting Canseco as well. Awesome. That'd be awesome. Get out. Oh, he's going to knock his ass out, too. Yeah. Brett O? Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe he won't do it now because of maybe Kaseko. Maybe, maybe they will, though, with Brett. Like, maybe that. All right, I'm going to go to Brett, and that's how I'm going to get my, uh, I'm going to even up my record. That's, that's going to, you know, sometimes they do that in Boston. <laughs> yeah. I'm pulling for you, Brett. I really am. That's awesome. Uh, 800-636-1067. Let me tell you I'd like to see get knocked the hell out. Who's that? Brett Favre. I would love for someone to go up do it. and bitch slap Brett Favre. I've never seen a bigger crybaby than the, literally Why? than this Brett Favre with the whole. Well, I don't know what he's like a woman. Well, that, that's what he is every year. And he's moody. This is nothing new. I know it's nothing new, and that's the reason he gets needs to get knocked the hell out. Just like he forgot to do the laundry or something, a black eye will set him straight and retire his ass. Tom Brady is my pick for yes. a nice knockout. Yes, Why? definitely. He's Jealousy. all he's all American. Jealousy. That, uh, partly jealousy. I'll, I'll throw that out there. That's like I would to, love to be. That's like wanting to punch Derek Jeter in the face. I do. Because you're jealous? No. Just How can you hate something that, that... That pretty? Yeah. But that's the that's the thing I'm talking about, though. I mean, Favre is... He's a whiner. He doesn't know what he wants. He's a, a media whore, a lot like Jose Canseco. And I'd love to see him get knocked the hell out in one of the... Brett, oh, all right. Brett, that's your next one. First, you're taking on Canseco... Then you're taking on Brett Favre. Well, those, then Belichick. Those guys might actually put up a fight. Now, Belichick, I'm on you with there like the older fella. I would go with the older fella and just pounce on him and beat the snot out of him. Somebody like uh, Joe Gibbs, for instance. What? Joe I like, Gibbs? I like I would to hop to... on Joe Gibbs, punch him in the face, <laughs> and kick him in the ribs till he cried like a little woman. Why? I have, I have my own reasons. What's your reason? Kyle Bush. I can't stand <laughs> him. All right. Fair enough. There's no reason to pick on an old man like that. What's your reason for Joe Gibbs? He kind of looks like Dr. Zayas. Uh, but see, that's I, the reason you two want to knock out uh, athletes. Because he wants to enslave us and, and treat us like monkeys? Yes. <laughs> the reason you two want to beat people up. Damn you. It's not the same as guys who genuinely deserve it, like a Jose Canseco or a Brett Favre. Oh, Joe Gibbs deserves it. Stop it's, it. <laughs> he's snotty. No, if there's anything, he's not snotty. How about, how about this? Joey Harrington. I would love to knock out Joey Harrington. Only after you cuddle him, because I know you have a crush on him, and you're, no. di and you're disappointed on the fact that he screwed over your Lions for years. Yes. I don't uh, think anybody cares enough to beat up Joey Harrington. I'm going to come in there and punch you. you in the face, kid. I'll tell you this. Not even the opposing lines anymore care about hurting Jerry Harrington because they are so they feel so bad for him. 800-636-1067. Hey, speaking of sports, just really quickly, we will have some tickets for the Nationals versus Philadelphia. Uh, Nationals.com slash WJFK for the discounted tickets. We also got some other prizes coming up on the other side as uh, as we got a game show that we're going to be playing. You've never been in that situation before. You've never been like you don't see one particular Dwayne Wade. That's because I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan, and 
He, along with uh, David Stern, helped conspire to steal away my 2005 NBA uh, Finals. What about Dirk Nowinski for talking like a gorilla? Uh, no. Uh, I'd like to punch Dirk. Dirk, it looks like you hit him in his knees with buckle. He would just go down easy. Uh, that's what he was in the playoffs last year. <laughs> but nonetheless, so anyway, that's actually kind of funny that uh, Consego got knocked out and that Brett might be doing something like that. Yeah, I, it, did you see him get knocked out by a... I, I could see him losing in rounds, but, I mean, he's an athlete. You would think he'd be able to handle a fight with a with a non-boxing, uh, another non-boxer. You'd think he'd be able to handle it. You think it's the fact, too, that maybe he's just kind of soft now, like he's gotten older? I'm sure he is, but you, this me, is a sports writer. How more soft can you get? Do you ever feel bad? Like, do you feel bad for guys that go up like this and it's just going to end badly like a Canseco or a Hulk Hogan or a Dennis Rodman? Ooh, Hogan's one I'd like to punch in the face. Are those guys that you, are you happy when you see them fall from grace, or are you just kind of... Man, that's sad. I'm really kind of bummed out for him. Um, I, I will, I will say that uh, I have started to feel sorry for Hogan now with all the stuff he's gone through. Um, His kids in jail, divorced, got a very ugly daughter. Has to pay four million for a condo that uh, in Vegas with a, with a woman. He's trying. His wife's dating a 19 year old. Yeah, and that's the reason why she wants to the the condo in Vegas. Why didn't he go put a boot in that 19 year old's face? Well, I mean, the big boot, the yeah. big yellow one, the big, the big yellow and red. Yeah, just drop the leg on him. You know, I don't, I don't like to see, you know, famous people, athletes, maybe fall from grace. Uh, you know, although I do get, you know, some kind of pleasure out of it's their own fault if they did it for greed. But you know, you do pity the people, kind of like the Corys back in the day, Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. You know, you don't want to ever see <laughs> something people like that go down. But, but Hogan, you know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> What do you mean you feel bad for Corey Haim and Corey Feldman? Yeah, licensed to drive. You know, anybody. I mean, I loved it, but why would you feel bad when you see those guys? Because they're so talented and, and, you know. Far from talented. They they were good. They were good. He does have a point, though. I mean, every time that License to Drive was on HBO, you know you sat there and you watched it. Because I did. Mm -hmm. I always watched it when I was growing up. I'm like, man, you look and you're like, you look in the mirror and you're like, why can't I look like Corey Haynes? Like, you know at well, some point yeah, in your life you've said that. You'd always do that side spike to get a little Feldman in you. Yeah, although that's Haim, though, right? Did you ever do uh, the uh, the Feldman thing? Because he always yeah. looked like a little troll. Yeah, he I always was... looked like the one that was kind of tagging along to get the runoff. I, I think I ripped off every fad that was going on in, uh, in the 80s. I did the crisscross pants where I wore my uh, pants backwards. Get out. Why? Leave the hideout. That's no. It. You've done a lot of stuff, but the fact that you... I just even admitted not too long ago I tried to tongue kiss my mother. <laughs> but that is the most disturbing thing that I have ever heard. What? That Wearing you, backwards pants? Yeah. You know why, namely? Because you're white. Because that's the thing that even makes it even more so... Uh, Poser. Yeah. I mean, just like you were the ultimate... You weren't Eminem. You were feminine. You were that in 1989 with crisscross. Did you also have a Gumby haircut like Kitten Play? Vanilla Ice had the big, the big fold out, the Conan O'Brien deal that uh, Vanilla Ice was rocking. I like how you tie that into Conan O'Brien. Why does he have to take some shrapnel on you, making fun of Vanilla Ice? Um, that's too funny. So you, you didn't do that? No, of course not. You, didn't, you never wore the parachute pants or anything I, like that. I tell you who I impersonated, uh, and, and it was more of a Latino. It was uh, Rico Suave. When that video came out, and, and he had the old, the cowboy necklace, and he had kind of baggy hammer pants. Yeah. I was walking around looking just like Rico Suave, man. It was pretty I, what, good. What was your favorite fad in the 80s? What, what did you uh, really, what do you look back on and say, you know what, that should have stuck around because that was kind of cool. Do, hey. jams, do jams count? 
those count. Me, personally, hypercolor. I dig hypercolor. For me, AIDS. I think that was <laughs> I think that was the thing in the eighties that really really had some staying power. Uh as I think about it, man, what was in the eighties like I really wish that this had had it could hold over. You know what I mean? That holds over almost twenty years Crystal later. Pepsi? <laughs> no, new Coke. Zima? Uh I think it's more nineties. In fact I remember that year ninety four very, very well. Uh, and all the high school parties that I went to. Mm-hmm. I, what is it right now? What is it right now that you look at and you think, man, we're going to look like douches for running around the some of that? The emo look? The emo look's going to be really no. bad. No, that was big in the 80s, no, the flock I, of seagulls. I tell you what it is, those stupid-ass earpiece of telephones that people walk around <laughs> talking to themselves. <laughs> yeah, those are going to be like the, the huge cell phone yeah. uh, that you see in like the 80s movies. Yeah, the, and they're going to have, you know, people are going to be looking back and seeing those stupid earpieces and they're going to be like, Wow, they they actually walked around with those big clunky things in their ear. Now that's posing that people think they're special, they look important. So I'm gonna put this in my ear and talk out loud so everybody around me can see me and be like, "Look, he's doing something important, they, or she's doing something important," because they're talking in the department store. They sell fake ones. Stop it! No, they don't. They really? do. You can buy fake ones. So, and honestly, in the right situation, I wish I had a fake one just so I don't have to talk to people. Like a Pez dispenser. Yeah, dispenses but, candy. But uh. You know, I, I don't see the point of. I, I think it's a lot of people who just want to be cool. I remember when uh, cell phones just came out, and uh, people had them. Not all people had them though, but uh, there was this real poser kid, Jason Terrace. He <laughs> why um, you got pick a kid, uh, kid from school? Uh, he I remember would carry around this phone that wasn't even activated. Because it, it was hard to uh, get the money to really run one when you were in high school. Like two hundred dollars. Yeah. You think there's some kid out there running around right now with an iPod that doesn't really work? But he's. I'm sure. So I'm sure oh, there's someone who's wore the uh, the uh, headphones and just had the the uh, thing go into their pocket and boom. They, they go out and they buy some wide earpieces, uh, but instead what they end up doing is they plug it into their Walkman. Yeah. The Walkman that should have had some staying power from the '80s if you really want to set. Yeah, that and Billy Ocean. If those two things were still around now, I'd be really happy. Uh, really? 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067 if you want to get into the hideout here on a Monday night as we're in for the vacationing Jim Rome on 106.7 WJFK. Uh, usually on Saturday nights, uh, the show is heard. Yeah, you, you stop and you take a look back. Like sometimes you got to analyze. You ever look at your old yearbook photo? Oh. Because uh, I got one is me and I got a uh, a rat tail, like I, it's, it's a it's like a it's it's not quite a mullet. I wanted a mullet. I had mullet, but my dad my dad wouldn't let me have one because well he thought I'd be competing with him because uh, <laughs> he had a Mexi mullet. But instead, I'd like to keep that thing rolling. Uh, he had it until about two years ago, two three. <laughs> I'm not I'm not lying. He loved it. He always loved his curls. He, he loved business and front party in the back. He was all about it. That's like old men with their mustaches. You know, you hear you hear fellas like that. Well, I hadn't shaved since I was 15, and they're 55 years old. And they've gone through their whole life with just solid stash. Harry, you know, is just flowing right out of the nose. Yeah. No no, no trimmed whatsoever. Um, I I rarely look at my, um, my yearbook anymore just because that was my main source for batch material when I was in high school. Are you serious? Yeah, because what I do, here's the game I play. Um, I would just I would close my eyes, flip open the yearbook, and close my eyes and just point. 
and whoever my finger landed on, that's who I had to run a bat to. Even the dudes? No. Dude, <laughs> there, there was a rule that you could go anywhere in the circumference. Spin the like bats on the donkey. Any, uh, any, <laughs> any, uh, square that's touching that one oh. of a chick if you land on a dude. Did you ever do, you ever looked at, go through the teacher section? Yes. That was one of my favorite things to do. But, uh, I, I had to, you know, open up to it. Yeah. And I wouldn't know what page I'm opening up to. So really? I would, a lot of times, like, I, I hit the special ed page one time. <laughs> And that was a rough Why wouldn't you? You want to be the first one in line at lunch. Because, you know, I, I had integrity to my game. Hopefully you I could. made sure that whoever I landed on, I stuck with the whole batch. Did you have a, a large school or a small school? Because I know a lot of these small schools, it's, you know, K through 12th grade. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not, Good. My, this my this graduating is... class was like 170. Not right. terrible. So, so you get, you know, you got freshmen, juniors, and so seniors. Yeah. Uh, All right, I can deal with that. Uh, that's a great point. You know, I've heard that story a couple of times, and the whole time I really didn't think it was K through 12. The whole, no. And I just, because I know things about you that, you know, we want to try to keep from Dan Mason, but um, regardless, I had no idea about that. All right, let me ask you about this. And maybe we should ask the kid McLovin over there, because he's a bit of a... Uh, Stuck in the 80s? Yeah, well, not only that, but like he, he's challenged when it comes to chicks. Did you ever do this when you had your yearbook? Did you ever have a situation of you would go through and you would mark every girl that potentially you had a chance with? Like maybe you would draw hearts next to them no, or uh, manhoods, like ones that you thought you could bang, other ones you thought were good girlfriends. What I did... Um, I wrote all their phone numbers next to them, and I never actually got their phone number. I went through the phone book and got it. Dude, I did that too. And uh, to, just to make sure it was their phone number, I would call there, ask for that person, and hang up. <laughs> and what were we gonna do with this? What were we gonna do with this stealth information? I was acting cool to my friends, I'm like, yeah, I got a number. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Right, that's really douche. that's really uncomfortable. <laughs> the more you think about that, like the stupid stuff you did when you were a kid, mm -hmm. and you think, man, this is gonna be great. Kid, did you ever do anything like that? No, no, I never Still went does. through. Uh, That's I never what I was went about through my uh, yearbook and marked anything. Do you go through phone books and mark anything? No. Right. Just women that you're gonna cut up next. Nothing yeah. like that. No, Sears no. catalogs. You know, Victoria's Secret. Yeah. He, no. You don't batch. You've never batched, right? You've never. Right. You've never done it. Not right, once. Right. Oh, you never seen bra and panties either, have you? No. Now, does, does that include Sears catalog? No, it doesn't include Sears catalog. So you have seen a woman in her skivvies in the Sears catalog. Yeah, or in any advertisement, I guess. When whatever. you when you walk through the mall like Sears or Dillard's or something, do you when you walk by the underwear section, <laughs> do you have to like put you know, I have earmuffs, <laughs> but instead you cover your eyes so you don't see anything. No. Or, no. or like you purposely if GameStop's next to Victoria's Secret, you won't go into the Victoria's Secret or the GameStop no. just cuz you might catch a look of some panties. No. I tell you what, man, it's amazing what guys are going through now. Like when you think about like what you what you did then, as opposed to what you you know like if you if we did this stuff now, mm -hmm. they they'd bust you. Could you imagine oh, yeah. if we had MySpace when we were kids? How much we would Shit, st creep. stalk chicks? I still do it, and, <laughs> and we would you know right click and save as their photos, and mm -hmm. instead you've got that in your computer the whole time. Then you Photoshop it onto something. It's, it's, maybe make a movie out of it. It's dangerous. I mean, with with all the predators and not. Not only the predators, but with with what you can do with the internet, we were actually lucky that we were just on the outskirts. You know, we were you know getting eighteen when we started to get into some of this stuff. 
But I couldn't imagine being a 14-year-old kid, a 13-year-old kid, having all this access to the Internet, all this access to the porn, yeah. and all these girls. Well, what I would do as a young kid, you know, I have a hard enough time staying out of it now. But see, that's a good point. And then I know we'll get to the phones if you want to get in, 800-636-1067, how tough it was for us and how hard we had to work to go through our dad's stash, grab it, Time market. Yeah. Make sure that once you were done, you rewound it to the exact spot where it was. That was the most important thing. And sometimes you get caught up, and you would, you know, be in a rush, and you start the tape, and you'd be like, "Oh crap, I didn't time market," and you would be in a in, in a frantic trying to figure out where dead have it, where dead have it. But now, as a kid, man, you could put it on your iPod, you yeah. could put it on your iPhone, you could have it on your laptop. You could literally be in school. Remember, it was a cool. You were the cool kid if you snuck like a club magazine or a hustler or something into school, and you were looking at it in the bathroom. Now everybody's got it. It didn't even make anything even more. Yeah, and you can even pass around nude photos of your girlfriend at the time right there on your cell phone. They were doing that. That's another thing they're doing. These chicks now, they're such whores. Well, they'll get out there, and they'll actually send you nude photos if you're just in middle school or high school. Damn, we missed the boat. Don't you wish now instead of born Speak in for yourself. 19, I'm still getting them. <laughs> 1978, you were born in like 92? That would be nice. And you had no idea what crisscross was because you were just born instead of dubs running around <laughs> like an idiot with his pants on backwards? Let's go to line two, Jerry in Fairfax. You're in the hideout. I'm JFK. What's up? My God, are you guys uh, oh. just... Oh, what are you guys talking about? You guys sound like two... Hey guys. Well, that is true. That I actually can't argue with. Is this what we're going to do? I mean, seriously. I mean, it, it, you're not going to. I really want to know what's the point of this. Are you, are you trying to hurt our feelings? Are you trying? Uh-oh. Are you trying to get Uh-oh. over? Or, I mean, like, what exactly is your point? You've sit here. You've listened. You've called in. You're hanging there. You're trying to get a word in. What exactly is your point of this? If you don't like it, dude, go listen to T.O.P. Go listen to MAL. Go listen. You got all sorts of choices. You got nothing else going on on a Monday night? Why are you so angry? I'm Because you're calling here. You're stepping into our hideout and you're talking some trash. So I want to know what's your problem. Wow, 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 wow. Are you sure? All right, beat it. You know, you got nothing to say. You got nothing to say at all. And that's the problem. You want to call in. You want to talk some trash. You want to get on a message board. You want to talk some trash. Have something with it. Have something funny to Instead say. Of, Run a bit. Have a conversation. Or goddamn, change the channel, you douche. Indecent proposal was the first thing I found in my parents' VCR stash. And that little scene with Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore, mm-hmm. you know, in the kitchen where you know somebody's panties get on fire. That was the very first thing I ever found. I get, that's still back in 1993. It wasn't that long ago. That's the very first thing ever? That was, no, that's not the first time I batched, but that was the first time I actually found a video or something like that that uh, was batch material. All right, this is the Hideout, FN Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. I can't even remember the first time I saw a porn. I know the first time I saw an actual porn, but I remember looking at Scrambled way back, uh, I, like when I was really young. I remember getting busted. I got busted by that, and that was actually, there's nothing more uncomfortable when you're sitting there and you get busted in a situation like that. Uh, and then they have to try to explain it like they know exactly what you're doing. Because I got busted by a family friend that was staying over because he was sleeping in my room, so I had to sleep in the living room. So I'm sitting there. I got the scrambled porn on. I'm trying to watch it. That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Well, here's what happens. He doesn't say anything. Like, I know he busts me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say anything about it, all right? Until we're at dinner the next day. Oh. And then he's like, hey, F.A., 
what were you what were you trying to watch last night all scrambled and he's giggling to himself and then my stepdad starts giggling and my mom you get, you get all red faced, you don't know what to say what to say when it's not even that big of a deal to them. They're just trying to bust your balls. I was trying to watch the BBC. That's what I was trying to do. Unfortunately we don't get it and you're in here ruining our fun. It is the hideout one oh six point seven WJFK Hefe and dubs in for the vacationing gym Rome. Take a quick break and come back. On the other side, I got a couple things I want to do, J Dubs. What's that? Uh, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you find chicks who pro who have a cause and protest things? Do you find them to be hot, like a, a girl that is into like PETA or? Oh. I've usually found them to be hairy, or, unclean, or the National Organization for Women, like a chick who's into like a cause. Is that cause uh, servicing me? Then no. If it's uh, if it's something to do with making sure that I'm well taken care of, yeah, I'm all about it. Uh, I got a story about that coming up, and also too that'll tie into a game that we want to play. Uh, our first game of the night, because the big thing is game shows, whether mm-hmm. it's on television, whether uh, it's anywhere. Everything is about game shows now, and, and maybe that's why we weren't so well received up front here, because we weren't giving away enough prizes. We weren't, you know run enough games out there and that's what's really big on tv you got reality shows which are basically game shows and you got actual game shows like wheel of fortune and uh and uh what, what's the other one show um, me potato salad uh celebrity family feud yep. price is right bachelorette million dollar password so you think you can dance wipe out america's got talent these are the top shows in the united states of america where we're, where we're allegedly so incredibly creative, mm. these are the game shows uh, that are just driving the nation wild. Let me ask you a question. Because uh, I got the, 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 the PETA thing and the girls that ties in. You want to do inmate or playmate when we get back? Sure. All right. Here's the, here's the premise of the game. It works very easily. All right. Is it an inmate or a playmate? Basically, they're, uh, they are um, like dating profiles or the, the, uh, the profile page from the Playmates uh, pro, uh, bio, and we have a hot chick read it off for you, and then you guess, inmate or Playmate. All right, so here's what we got. If you're ready to play. Now, this is the boys don't know these answers. No. Uh, the Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin have no idea what the answers are. So if you want to get in, 800-636-1067. All right, boys, I want you to listen to this and tell me whether or not you think this is an inmate or a Playmate based on this dating profile. Uh, Kid, I know you're really going to have no point of reference, but we're going to try it anyway. All right, here we go. Hi, my name is Cassandra. I am five foot five and have long blonde hair with sparkling blue-green eyes. I enjoy walking the beach, going to the movies, or just sitting at home cooking dinner then cuddling on the couch, laughing at each other, and getting lost in each other's company. Am I an inmate or a playmate? 800-636-1067. Is that an inmate or is that a playmate? Satchel Patch, what do you think? I'm going to have to go with playmate. The Kid McLovin, is that an inmate or is that a playmate? Inmate. Take a break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll find out who's right. And if you want to light them up, here's what we got to give away tonight, J-Dubs. A pair of passes to see the WJFK screening of The Dark Knight. Uh, tickets to go see the Nationals versus the Phillies. Also, two copies of Mad Men Season 1 on DVD. Mad Men Season 2 premieres Sunday, July 27th on AMC. And also some tickets to see Joe Satriani. Plus, enter to win a copy of Guitar Hero, LiveNation.com, for tickets. Is this an inmate or is this a playmate? 
Hi, my name is Cassandra. I am five foot five and have long blonde hair with sparkling blue-green eyes. I enjoy walking the beach, going to the movies, or just sitting at home cooking dinner and cuddling on the couch, laughing at each other and getting lost in each other's company. Am I an inmate or a playmate? We'll find out next in the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. On the first hour of the Hideout, we talked about how satire is fading away. We talked about how, about the fads of the 80s. We talked about technology and the difference between when we were kids and today. I'm the Kid McLovin, and you're up today on the Hideout. You guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the whore. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. The face fits kick it. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. Beat it. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative influence. In the hideout. It is a Monday night. In for the vacationing Jim Rome Hour 2, 106.7 WJFK. I am Al Hefe. That is Jay Dubs. Yes, in tonight and tomorrow night, Jim Rome. Taking a well deserved vacation. Big fan. Big fan of Rome I am. Uh, Kid McLovin, man, you left out a lot of stuff in the hideout minute. I did. I had a good AIDS joke. <laughs> I um, had a good affirmative action joke. Yeah, I mean. Come on, yeah. we want you to highlight our jokes. Yeah, okay. It's the jokes that... Be, in fact, I would really like you to write them down and then say them again. Say them again. <laughs> yeah, okay. but like in your own style. Yeah, I think that would we, actually... We saw how that went. Yeah, but I think that would actually be really good. We got to, you know, F.A. made a funny age joke. Still possible to do so. J-Dubs, not much going on. Hey! Satchel Patch, epic. And I said nothing. I just stared and laughed. <laughs> much. That's that's what the update should be. So keep that in mind as we go over this next hour. All right. You got it. Uh, I love you, Kid. You're awesome. 800-636-1067. I forgot I'm on Pal Talk and I just picked my nose. So now I don't know if people are going to capture that. By the way, uh, this I can't vote for McCain because he has no idea what Pal Talk is. Now, I didn't until I heard ONA talk about it. But at, at the very least, McCain should be listening to ONA. So that he knows the latest things with technology. You know what I mean? He's a face-to-face guy who would like to just stand there, see you in 3D, and give you a nice, sturdy handshake. You're, really, re- you're really running the Republican bit, huh? No, I'm voting for McCain. That's not a bit. You're, you're going for it all. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm not even going to uh, go through the ballots. I'm just going to go uh, Republican blanket. Just hit that one Republican button. Because, of walk course, out. they've earned it. They've done such a great job over the last seven, eight years. All right. We're about to get to our game show, Inmate or Playmate. All right, here's the situation. Uh, A couple things set this up. First of all, we realized Saturday night when we were doing the show, usually we do it from 6 to 9, looking at the top 20 television shows right now, it's all game shows. Mm -hmm. That's America. Here's how America's entertained anymore. Game shows. Give me a trivia question, and by golly, I'm going to love it. I'll fall for a lot of the times, too. I loved uh, 1 versus 100. I thought that was a fun show. Uh... What was that other one uh, with Regis? Uh, Millionaire? Millionaire. I like Millionaire, too. Those are the things that you think, this is quality entertainment. It's entertainment. I don't know how quality it is, but it's fun to watch and play along at home. Um, All right, so here's what we got I was really sad that bingo game didn't take off. (laughs) What bingo game? 
wasn't the national, I remember that. national bingo I remember thing? That. Like a year ago or something. They were trying to push it, and yeah. uh, you could play it at home. Really? Yeah. And they're also... They're, they're, uh, public access, back where I grew up, had bingo on TV there. Where and if you got a bingo, you like bought the cards up at the uh, VFW or something, and then you went home and played on Wednesday nights or something. And if you got a bingo, you called up there and said bingo, you know, and they'd have to stop the game to check your number and everything. So we'd call there constantly, just saying bingo, and it would, <laughs> it, would it would just run such a a muck in their their whole gaming system isn't it funny how like the greatest thing ever for prank callers other than radio shows they're just trying to hang out on a monday night uh is public access mm-hmm. you know public <laughs> access is just fantastic for that crap all right here we go the name of the game is inmate or playmate a couple of stories that stuck out to me that i want to bring this up really quickly in australia you had PETA. uh some girls locked themselves into a cage topless saying uh protesting kfc i think it was mm-hmm. the protesting kfc so they're locked in their topless furry armpits just blazing through there and uh and, and they're holding signs that say chicks agree boycott kfc so that they're running you know they got a nice little pun there mm-hmm. they don't like the colonel's original recipe i take it i guess not they, i guess they say that they abuse animals i don't know and then the other thing that went down to eating them. How much more abusive can you get? Is uh, a woman uh, was going around stripping on a subway, mm-hmm. and she ended up getting busted. But they called her the subway goddess, and she'd call her free performances. She would not take any dollars. Uh, happy, happy minutes, and that's what she ended up doing. So in honor of those two ladies, we got a little game story uh, for you tonight because that's what America wants: is game shows. 800-636-1067. Inmate or playmate, very easy. Uh, what you do is we play a uh, profile, basically, a woman reading a profile, and you have to guess, is that an inmate or a playmate's profile? Because inmates do have web profiles where you can go on, find different inmates, and they put their their uh, match profiles or you know their, their personals profiles right up there. So you can maybe hook up with them whenever they get out. Some of them are in there for like 20 years. This now. is a real big thing, like serial killers for, for dudes. Mm-hmm. Serial killers all the time are getting all sorts of... Uh, love mail. Love mail and proposals for marriage and stuff. And it which, makes it that much easier with the internet now. Which really kind of makes it nuts that the kid over there still doesn't have a chick. because. <laughs> but, but guys who hack up women have no problem getting laid. Well, that also includes him. All right, here we go. Uh, Here's the first wow. one. Inmate... Or playmate. I played it earlier. I'm going to play it for you once again. We'll get someone on the phone and we'll decide whether or not it's an inmate or playmate. You got to get two out of three to be a winner. All, All right, right, Dubs. This is the way we'll do it. Here's the first one once again. Hi, my name is Cassandra. I am five foot five and have long blonde hair with sparkling blue green eyes. I enjoy walking the beach, going to the movies, or just sitting at home cooking dinner, then cuddling on the couch, laughing at each other, and getting lost in each other's company. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Satchel patch. Is that an inmate or a playmate? I'm, I'm going with playmate. Inmates enjoy long walks in the yard and uh, <laughs> pick up basketball games and, and, and showers with other women. Uh, kid, what are you thinking? I'm I'm going inmate. I, I think she was trying too hard to convince us. Let's go to uh, line one. Ryan and Fairfax. Ryan, you're in the hideout on JFK. Was that an inmate or a playmate? Um, I'm going to say playmate. 
I am sorry. That was an inmate. Oh. Nice job, kid. You have uh, another chance, though. All right, here, here we go, Ryan. Hang tight. Here's another chance for you. Inmate or playmate? Here we go. Hi, my name is Raquel, and I'm five foot four with long brown hair. I am looking for a knowledgeable man who is not flashy just for attention. I attend culinary school and really enjoy cooking. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Inmate or playmate? Oh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say inmate. I'm sorry, that one was a playmate. <laughs> hey, thank you, man. Uh, next, that was caller. Raquel Gibson, and uh, she was Miss uh, November 2005. And Cassandra, before that, she's actually in. Uh, Florida's custody for fraud, forgery, and grand theft. Oh, nice. That's the woman that knows how to go and get what she wants, except for um, free air outside. Yes. But other than that, other than get to walk the yard without a, a guard following her, she does really good. All right, that opens up a line, then, if you want to get in, inmate or playmate, 800-636-1067. Let me ask you this. All right. Would you ever date a girl that had done some serious time? Sure, why not? I would have no problem with it. She's out now. She can still do what she needs to do. She can hold a job as a waitress or something. So she's got some some money flowing. What about you? How many inmates have you dated, Satchel Patch? Uh, nothing. No girl. I've never dated a girl that's been in jail over three months. Over, uh, over three months. What was the girl in there for three months? I've dated for? a few halfway house girls okay. that, that are you know they may have been running dope for their boyfriend or something like that and sure. they got caught for carrying a little cocaine maybe some heroin but it mm-hmm. wasn't theirs they had no clue it was there uh... and th- they did some time and they got out on early release and actually i used to work at, at this uh... restaurant that was right next to a work release program and and a halfway house so we would get these girls from the halfway house and they would be in there they had no car they had no way to leave and it's almost what's it called when you go to jail and, and you, you get to have sex uh, conjugal visits. Conjugal visits. It was pretty much you could have a conjugal visit out in the parking lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> as long as nobody found out, it was all good. Who do you think's a better lay? An inmate or a playmate? Inmate. You think? Yes. Yeah, playmates probably just really rely on their good looks, and they've never had to try that hard. Inmate, it's, it's like a, uh, I would compare an inmate to a fat woman uh, in, in the in the aspect of like a, they've been swimming underwater for so long, and when they first pop their head up, out of the water, they take that deep breath and, <gasps> and it's just, just finally they can breathe again and they're so happy and it's like, oh my goodness, what so am I going to live it up? Oh my, yeah, you, you get the best. You get the best because they've been, just had all this energy cooped up and finally they get to release all over. Uh, I think that's actually, I think, I think that's a honestly good analysis yeah. <laughs> between an inmate or a playmate. I don't think it's going to get much better than that. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJFKN for the vacationing Jim Rome, Hefe, and Dubs. Playing a game show tonight. Here's what we got for you. If you want to go see uh, The Dark Knight, got a pair of passes to the WJFK screening of that. Some tickets to go see the Nationals versus the Phillies on the 30th Nationals.com slash WJFK. Uh, some DVDs and also, too, some tickets to see Joe Satriani. Let's line up the next person in the hideout dubs for inmate or playmate. Let me play it first, and then you can pick somebody. All right. The Kid McLovin, Satchel I want to get your guesses on this. Inmate or playmate? Hi, my name is Shannon. I am fun-loving and adventurous. I am a very open-minded and intimate person. Honesty and loyalty are very important to me. I don't have any hang-ups, so there's no need to be shy with me. I love nature and, most of all, enjoying the simple things in life with that special someone. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Is Shannon an inmate or a playmate? This is is a no-brainer. 
Uh, she's definitely an inmate. She's queen bitch around the jailhouse. <laughs> and uh, she pretty much gets down with everybody in there, you know? If you had to guess what she was in there for, what would you say? Uh, forced sex on another woman. Okay. Uh, all right. What do you think, kid? I think she's an inmate. All right, let's go. Who do you want to go to? Got to get two out of three correct. Let's go to Jimmy and Manassas. Jimmy, you're in the hideout. You ready, Jimmy? What's your guess? Inmate or playmate? Uh, that's definitely an inmate. You are correct. You got to uh, you have to get one more correct. All right, Jimmy. Shannon is currently in Florida's custody for trafficking cocaine. Oh, do it. mate, here's this one. Come on. I agree, but you can't say it on the radio. Here we go. Hi, my name is Melissa, and I'm five foot three with brown hair and green eyes. I like older men who are honest and love a little excitement in their life. I love the outdoors and traveling. Am I an inmate or a playmate? What's your guess? A playmate. Satch of passion. I'm agreeing. Playmates, they really don't have much to say. They always say they want to travel. And I, to me, they always love the outdoors, too. Yeah. You know, like uh, old guys. That's but the old, old men that like adventure. I mean, that could mean shanks. <laughs> what do you got? I think playmate. What is it? That is an inmate. Oh, Melissa wow. is... Uh... You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Uh... She's in for she's in Florida for obstruction of a crime investigation and possession of cocaine. All right, here's your last one, man. Here oh, we go. Man, inmate or playmate? Hi, my name is Amanda, and I'm five foot eight with blonde hair. My long-term goal is to be a wife and a mom. I love a man with a southern accent and a good smile. I really hate bad teeth. Am I an inmate or a playmate? What's your guess? Totally a playmate with the bad teeth. That's a total clue. Playmate profile right there, buddy. I'm going with the inmate. This this sounds like a uh, snotty-nosed no woman in no there. Way, no way you're going to be three inmates. I'm thinking inmate. I think she would have seen plenty of bad teeth on, on the inside. It is actually a playmate. Congratulations. You're a winner, man. Hold wow. on. Congrats. You get your choice. Dark Knight, uh, Nationals tickets, Mad Men season one on DVD. Or Joe Satriani, your winner. Hang tight, my man. Amanda Page is Miss October 2005. Right, let me play that one again. I don't know. I really heard that one. Hi, my name is Amanda, and I'm five foot eight with blonde hair. My long-term goal is to be a wife and a mom. I love a man with a southern accent and a good smile. I really hate bad teeth. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Right, you know what drives me nuts? And let me ask you this. Are you annoyed by chicks that all they ever want to be in life is a mom and have children? All they want yeah. to do is be an it, incubator? It, it, it seem, no. It seems like uh, uh, setting your goals a little bit low. What? I think they should be commended. Congratulations for knowing your role in this society. Because you know why? Like anyone, like a coma. If you're in a coma, you could do that. You could give birth if you're in a coma. You know what I mean? You could be a mom technically. I, I need a chick who's going to do a little bit more with her life than just be a... A receptacle for reproduction. No, absolutely not, woman. The laundry needs to be done. I mean, you know, the the dishes need to be tidy. You come home to a clean house. All those are important prepared. things. But I think I, I like a girl who, in her head, dreams of of more. You know, but you know she why? knows that uh, the, the the husband's bringing home the money and I got to cook the food. You know why? Because it's going to be awesome later on in life when they're disappointed in themselves. Yes. And then you can constantly rub it in of why weren't you better? Why didn't you do more with your life? All you're going to do, uh, ser I gave you my last name, seriously. Typical woman. Uh, 800-636-1067. You don't believe that because you're dating a Cuban girl. I know you don't believe it. Oh, she works hard, too, around the house. But nothing. she doesn't have a job? No, currently, no. Uh, Cuban. 
Uh, let's go to our next one before we punch someone up, J-Dubs. Yeah. Uh, inmate or Playmate, it's a game show Monday night because that's what America loves. We love game shows more than anything else. You put it on television, it's a game show, I'm going to gobble it up. America's Ew. got talent. Not really because we're watching game shows. All right, here we go. Inmate or Playmate. Uh, I'm going to play it first, and I want you boys to guess. Hi, my name is Katrina, and I am a fun, loving, and adventurous, sexy black female. I would love to find someone to share my hopes, dreams, heart, and mind with. I have a big heart and want to share it and find something brand new. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Inmate or playmate. I want to go with playmate because the ignorance and the repeating in, in what she says, but I, I, I'm going to have to go inmate because of the freedom she desires. Okay. Kid. That's exactly the first thing I thought of. Let's go to someone on the phone then and see if they agree, Dubs. Let's go to Ed in Alexandria, line three. Ed, you're in the hideout on WJFK. What do you got, my man? Inmate or playmate? I think it's an inmate, actually. Dubs, you are correct. Katrina, currently in uh, Florida's custody for battery and possession of cocaine. Nice. Uh, here we go. Here's your next one, Ed. All right. Hi. My name is Tammy. I am five foot nine, strawberry blonde, and a fun girl who loves life and bettering myself. I love to make new friends. Am I an inmate or a playmate? I got a guess on this one. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. We're gonna go to Ed. To me, what kind of tips it off is strawberry blonde. Mm -hmm. That usually only happens if you're coloring your hair. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's not how. I think that's a playmate. Kool Aid. Kool Aid in the jailhouse. <laughs> it can be done. I'm going with inmate. What do you got, kid? I'm going playmate. All right. What do you got, Ed? I'm going in, mate. You, you are correct, sir. Boom. What? What? Kool Aid. Uh, she is. <laughs> Kool Aid. Hey. You, you're so a 20, Twenty-three hour lockdown and that one hour of freedom. You know they got to get their heads up. All right, fair enough. Hold on, my man. You're a winner. And uh, she's in Florida for two counts of DUI manslaughter. She'll be in there till 2018. DUI. That's a girl DUI likes the party. DUI manslaughter. All these girls, you know, they could be all former playmates. All of them toting around cocaine, winding up in the hole. So true. <laughs> really, the more because that's just—it's a before and after kind of a situation. It's coke and DWI. We don't have anything else. These right. women like to party. Let me uh, let me let me do one more over here for you. All right, let's let's do this real quick. Hi, my name is Vanessa. I am blonde, and humility is my fetish. I love Southern athletic men. If you are constantly on your cell phone or are unpatriotic, please don't try to get with me. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Unpatriotic? Yes. Is that what this? All right. Now I got to wonder. Now I'm genuinely torn. We got anybody oh, this, else? Do we have anyone else lined up? Or, cause yeah, we, we have. This, this is the last one we have. But let's go to Liz on line five. Liz. Liz, you're in the hideout. You only got, if you got a 50-50 chance, uh, inmate or playmate, Liz, what's your guess? I'm going to go playmate. All right. Let me play it one more time and I'll let the boys guess. Hi. My name is Vanessa. I am blonde and humility is my fetish. I love Southern athletic men. If you are constantly on your cell phone or are unpatriotic, please don't try to get with me. Am I an inmate or a playmate? That's easily my favorite because the <laughs> cell phone and unpatriotic, just throw that in there. If you hate America, i got no time for you. Oh, Calgary. Right. Obama. Liz, Liz guess playmate. I'm definitely going playmate because... Unpatriotic. She's trying to further her career, so she get puts that in Playboy on her, you know, mm -hmm. her favorite thing. So people are like, "Oh, she's patriotic." Kid, what do you got? I'm torn. Wow. I'm gonna guess uh, Playmate. All right. What is it, Dubs? It is Playmate. Liz. Vanessa Holsher is Miss September 2005. Congratulations, Liz. Hang tight, sweetie. You're a winner in the hideout. Good job. All right, there it was. It made a Playmate. What did we learn from this? Like, as you sit back, because it's kind of interesting. 
like thinking about like what do chicks want? Because you're looking at the two like different spectrums of society. You're talking mm-hmm. about chicks that are locked up and desperate, but still making demands. That's what's kind of funny is that some of them are still are, making demands on the kind of guy that they want. They aren't demands. They're just trying to be free. They're trying to, you know. You think that's they're, just? They're just thinking free. They're just sitting there, kind of dreaming. Yeah. I mean, all their pictures are right there, Satchel, uh, if you want to take a look at them, too. Um, some of them aren't bad. Some of those uh, inmates in there, mostly the ones in there for cocaine. Well, some of these women sound like they're about to end up in the halfway house, which is right up my alley. Yeah. You've done that before. Uh, like Do the one who is trafficking cocaine. She loves being outdoors and traveling. Of course. you got so much energy. You're out there. You're high on coke. You're always going to be running yeah. around. You know I like I mean? cleaning my apartment at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I like partying all night. You know what I mean? I mean, Jesus. All these I'll girls. do anything for what I want. <laughs> right. I love the wow. other one, too. That uh, wants to be a mom and um, wife. Oh, that's the... Uh, that's, that's the playmate. That's actually the playmate. The one who likes older men is another one that is trafficking cocaine. <laughs> you know that's a daddy thing. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. She probably used to be a stripper at one point, and that's the way she gets guys' love and affection... But again, going back to Don't like, hate. what do chicks want? They, like, we've been going about it all wrong. No. You know, no, no, no. You know what I mean? Because we think here chicks want something nice. They want something fancy. All your chick wants is to go outside. <laughs> all, all, you, all your chick really wants is to just reproduce. Like, all these stereotypes that, you know, you got women standing up and be like, no, you know, I'm a person too, et cetera, et cetera. No, obviously not. You just basically you want to be a dog and let outside to run around and get a little fresh air and then come back in and take care of the puppies. Am I wrong on this? Because that's all I'm getting from this inmate or playmate. Women like picnics and they like to be controlled. And it's as simple as that. <laughs> that's two uh, very different things right there. No, you control them. You know, it make they like to go outdoors. Yeah, you take them, you feed them, and, and then they like to be controlled. You know, as in told what to do and, you know, directed is the way they should live their life. And pretty much told firmly, this is what you do, this is how you're going to do it, and this is the way you should live your life. Oh, and they love Americans. Mm-hmm. They gotta, they're they going to hate you if you're unpatriotic. They don't like cell phones. Uh, it is the Hideout, FN Dubs, 106.7 WJFK on a Monday night in for the vacationing. Jim Rome. The web stream is up right now, so anybody out there uh, who was trying to listen on the web, they can jump on there again right now. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to get in also, too, we got people in the Pow Talk room uh, hanging out, shooting some messages, and etc. And we have a whole lot of people left on the board for the game. We're going to be playing a few more a little bit later on. If you want to uh, hang up and call back then, feel free. Or if you want it, since it is a... Because we got some other stuff we want to get to. You want to roll into another game show of ours? Right after the break? Yeah. Sure. All right, let me ask you. Who would you rather play on this game show Monday night competing against America's Got Talent? Mm-hmm. Car dealer or kid toucher? <laughs> Which is just... all. By the way, these all these games are just straight out of Dub's stupid imagination. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, what made you think of car dealer or kid toucher? David um, Hasselhoff? I don't I don't know why I thought of it, but um, it, I came up with it right after John Mark Carr got off free. I don't know if he worked at a car dealership or something. But just his last name or middle name is Carr. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe there's some kind of association there popped in my head. You know, car dealers look a lot like kid touchers. Uh, I think it wasn't the names. Yeah. I, we could do that no, one. No, it was the look. Oh, we can do that one. Or the other one that we have. 
is tranny or trampoline. And that's basically uh, clips of kids and people jumping on trampolines or tranny sex. And <laughs> you have to tell me which one it is. Is that a, a clip of... And they're very quick clips, so you have to listen closely. Is that a clip of uh, tranny sex or trampoline jumping? All right, kid, I know you're like a good Christian Republican virgin. Where, where do you come up with this stuff? Dubs, man. He's sitting there. He's First of all, he's online, mm-hmm. and he's actually looking at the two of them going mm-hmm. back and forth on his screen, minimizing yeah. one or the other. Kids <laughs> jumping on trampolines and then tranny porn. But we don't want to judge him. No. That's not something no. that we want to no, judge, we don't, we don't uh, judge at all. Live and let live. All right. You want to, do you want me to play one really quickly? Yeah. And, you know, we got people on hold, and we got a whole bunch of these if you want to play this. Sure. Stay on the line. We'll uh, get you guys right on. But oh. here will be the first tranny or trampoline clip. Right. Yeah, here's the first one. 800-636-1067. Again, they're really short. <laughs> Seriously, I really need to know how you thought of this. <laughs> like, what was it? Uh, I think, honestly, I found uh, trampoline clips. I'm like, this sounds a lot like sex. What kind of snazzy name can I give it? And tranny kind of, you know, matched with trampoline. So, and then you and then you just went into your favorites, yeah, and, and then started th- downloading. Yep. All right, is the <laughs> trampoline clips? Of course. <laughs> it's the Monday night game show night in the hideout on one hundred six point seven WJFK. <laughs> is this tranny or trampoline? <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back on the other. Now, here's the beauty of the game. I'm looking around at the boys in the studio. You're miffed. You got no clue as what to what. Think? What do you think, Flip? Man, I'm I'm gonna have to go with trampoline, or else these trannies have like a, a old box spring bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll find out whether or not you boys are right. It's a Monday night in the hideout. Hefe and Dubs on 106.7 WJFK. The winning continues next. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. That's bad radio. Five seconds. Four seconds. Three seconds. Two. One. The Hideout. A juvenile comic and his straight man. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Pathetic. You be the judge. I say yes. It is the Hideout in for the vacationing Jim Rome. 800-636-1067. Doing some game shows because that's what America loves. We love game shows. Um, like basically the top 20 when it comes to television. And I, I guess, you know, we talked about it on Saturday night. We love like Bozo and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bozo, Double Dare, Finders Keepers, which was epic. But, uh, what's your favorite television show right now? Lost. It's not on right now. Like, is it's there anything? on DVD. Really? Yeah. I'm telling you, man. As I look at this top 20, uh, Chef Ramsay. Where's he? If you look at that, Hell's, I don't know if that Hell's Kitchen or uh, wherever he goes out and he goes into people's kitchen with roaches and curses them. I don't even know what the hell you're talking Hell's about. Hell's Kitchen, where yeah, he goes into uh, like uh, different. It's like big, on the road. Hell's yeah. Kitchen hits the road or something like that. Um. If you look at that top 20 you have right there, it looks like the writer strikes back. Yeah, it really does. there's nothing going on. No, not at all. And it's where's, all... where's David Hasselhoff on that on that list? What's with you and Hasselhoff tonight? Well, you know... Oh, wait, he's on America's Got Talent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's number one. 
Really? That's where we are right now they in America. Awful. When it comes to television, that's what the number one game show And listen, I'll be honest with you. We called this show The Hideout for a reason because we don't really like the mainstream. And when I see that America's Got Talent is number one, and when I see that American Idol is number one, I'm just like, I'm thinking back to the dude earlier, and we were talking about the New Yorker with Obama and his wife on the cover. Mm-hmm. And he's right. Like, you have to explain it. People don't get satire. They don't get the funny stuff anymore. It's just like, let me stare mindlessly and watch a game show. Or listen to one on the radio. Yes. So if you want to play 800-636-1067, come into the hideout and you can play today. Uh, Do you ever want to be a game show host? No. No. It seems like it'd be an easy paycheck. It does. It does seem fairly easy. It always seems like a dead end. You know, you you do your thing and, and once... All your cards run out. Nobody laughs at your redneck jokes anymore. You go talk to fifth graders. That, yeah, but it, that'll be you in six weeks. Didn't you? <laughs> didn't you ever think? Wow, Mark Summers has it good. He just gets covered in slime every day. Yeah, that's the greatest. All right, here we go. Let's play the game. Uh, tranny or trampoline? It's two- Basically, two clips. Uh, well, you get one clip at a time, but it's one of the two. It's either people jumping on trampolines or tranny sex. if you want to play a game. See, now let me ask you. Do you think that people, Mm -hmm. I don't know that this one would necessarily translate to television. Sure would. Or would it be possible? (laughs) You know what I mean? Basically, it's a black screen at first, and they play it. Uh, and then they show and it afterwards. And that's how the big reveal is. Right. And then. It worked. And you know what would be funny? The reactions of, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's kids jumping on a trampoline and people are laughing, and then it's tranny sex and people are just like groaning and throwing up and stuff. No whammy, no tranny, no tranny, no tranny, no tranny. Stop! <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the first one. I'll play before the break, then we'll get to some. We'll do the same thing as we roll through this. You got to get two out of three correct to be a winner on tranny or trampoline in the hideout. <laughs> Is that a uh, tranny, pornography, or is that kids jumping on a trampoline? Let's go to line seven, David in Silver Spring. Ah, my old hood. David, you're uh, you're up in the hideout. What is that, tranny or trampoline? Oh, that is a tranny. Trust me, I would know. <laughs> uh, the correct answer on that one is trampoline. That oh. is kids jumping on a trampoline. You're going to get another shot, though, my man. I'm going to give you another one. Hang tight. Let's see here. Let me go over here on my computer. I'm going to do this one for you right here. Tranny or trampoline? Good. Oh. Uh, I got to go tranny again. Big tranny. That's got to be tranny. Uh, Dubs, he called you. Respond to him. He said big tranny. Huh? I'm sorry. Uh, that is not correct. Thank you, my man. Oh, that was actually That was actually a trampoline. Uh, sorry. Play that one again. What? That was actually kids jumping on a trampoline. Play that again. Oh, I'm actually kind of aroused. That's bad. <laughs> that's scary. And see, that's what's so funny, because, I mean, you can take little clips, and, you know, you never know what's going to be what. Yeah. But, I let me, when you play that, <laughs> let's take it back to the television realm for a moment. You play that, and then, like, the reveal... Would you be disappointed if you just saw kids jumping on a trampoline? Absolutely. That that kid right there was a little girl. You know, no, I, I believe it was a, a fat little girl who fell yeah. on the trampoline. That's about to say she got her feet taken out from her and she landed real close to the, the metal rim yeah, the on bar. her chest. <laughs> uh, all right, kid, as you listen to this, because, again, sometimes we have to use the kid as the point of reference. He's in the other room. He hears this stuff. He watches us and the insane amount of fun that we're having with stupid game shows like this. 
But, like, did you ever think when you were going to be in broadcasting <laughs> that you would be in broadcasting and working with a guy who this is what he thinks of for fun? This is scary to me, to be honest Why? with you. Because that was it, you in the clip? No. No, it just is. I, I still don't know where you got the concept from. Yeah. I, I told you. I, I heard the uh, trampoline stuff, and then I'm like, you know what? This kind of sounds like sex. What kind of game can I incorporate with it? I have a easy time coming up with the or games. So I came up with tranny or trampoline, and I made my ex-girlfriend sit down and watch it with me. I used to have fantasies about yeah. trampolines, and... uh you know how the man show, when, when the man show came out, yeah. I always had girls jumping on trampolines. But even before that, that's what I would imagine. Like, you know, you have this plan in mind of how you can get this girl. And, you know, before you take a girl out in the woods, you know, to play, are you nervous or whatever, you have this, this attack plan. Are you nervous? Yeah, you, you touch them on the leg and you work your way up. Are you nervous? She says no. And you keep on working your way up and you say, are you nervous? Until how do finally, you play that when she's unconscious? Stop it. <laughs> but, uh... You know, I always thought jumping on a trampoline, you know, you get the girl to jump on the trampoline, and she'll go jump on the trampoline with you, yeah. then then you're good, you know, because it's fun, it's exciting, gets your heart rate going, and everything's bouncing around and stuff like that, and then you can kind of just wrestle and tussle, and, <laughs> you know, and then next thing you know, they commit a felony. It's training on the trampoline. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, all right, let's go to... Dave in Leesburg, he's going to be next on Tranny or Trampoline. All righty. Uh, America loves game shows, so the hideout's giving it to you. You ready, Dave? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Is this a tranny or is this uh, something happening on a trampoline? Up, oh, hold on a second. Give me one moment as I queue it up and go. Ah! Tranny or trampoline? Oh, God, I hope that that's a tranny. <laughs> what do you hope? I love it. No, I don't care. I just love the way people are commenting. And that is correct. Good job. You got one down. You got to get two out of three correct. Uh, I don't. I think that was Shemale Seven. Is that what it was, Doug? No, I'm the not one? sure. I don't have the list in front of me. They're in the, if you want to go grab it, it's in the other room. Uh, in my you office. Go grab it right now. Yeah, it's in the office over there. If you want to go snag that. All right, let's move on to the next one. Is uh, here we go. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Tranny or trampoline, my man. <laughs> um. Let's go tranny. Man, I'm going to go trampoline. Kid? Trampoline. Trampoline is correct. Wow. Uh, you, you, right, you get one more chance. This is your rubber match, all right? All Literally. Right. Here we go. Uh, best two out of three. You got to get this third one right to be a winner. Tranny or trampoline? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we play it for you one more time. Yeah. The dogs on trampolines? All right, what was that, my man? Trader trampoline. Let's let's trampoline. You're a winner. Congratulations, Congratulations. my man. Hang tight. What cut was that other one? Uh, hold on, my man. Uh, I just closed it down. Let me see here. That was... I don't know. I don't have okay. it in front of me. My apologies. Uh, name up. You know, instead of saying what it is, just name right. off the ones that you got this from. We got Rate My Hishi. Uh, right, you say, hold on, did you say rate? Yeah, rate. Okay, good. Shemale uh, Angels, Shemale's Blank Girls, Shemale Studio, Transsexual Wolves with a Z. Oh, it's very hip. Yeah. It's very cool, it's very hip. Oh, what's a Shemale? Same thing as a tranny. Now, is, now, is that real? That's post-op? Yeah. All right, so that's after operation and things mm -hmm. have been changed. Yeah. Right. But isn't tranny, can't tranny kind of be, it can be a transsexual, it can be a transvestite, like you gotta really, 
explain the kind of tranny. I when I think tranny, I'm thinking just boob implants, the lip implants, and the wig. Have you ever had experience with one of these? Uh, when I got into a car accident, how much? <laughs> A tranny ran up to my car. I'm not talking about that. I'm like talking about a night of drinking or something like that. No. No, I mean, uh, uh, seriously, I'll bet. But when you had your car wreck or what now? Yeah, they. she ran up to uh, my car, or he, or he, she, ran to my car and said, Are you okay? <laughs> Honestly. And then I, I, I said, yeah, and then looked the other way, looked back, and she disappeared. I had a... Like my, a unicorn. My like fr- a dream. Yeah. <laughs> my freshman year of college, uh, my college algebra professor was a transsexual. And really, yeah, and it had big boobs, and they're like old person boobs, the ones that hang down mm-hmm. around the belly button. But he wouldn't wear a bra, and he would just turn, and they would swing, <laughs> swing out, and it was so disgusting. And me being 18 years old, yeah. you know, how in the hell do they expect me to concentrate in class? <laughs> coming from a small town in South Arkansas, never even seen a gay person to to coming up and having a transsexual teach me a subject. Come on, did they, did they? Did he say that? Yes, it was in the. Uh, uh, good night. Uh, you can say ignorant I am. What, whatever, what's that thing the teachers hand you at the beginning of class? You give them syllabus? an apple, and they, yeah, you give them an apple, they give you a syllabus. <laughs> in college? <laughs> yeah. Y'all didn't? You get a college syllabus. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm talking about giving an apple. No, I brought my first day of college. I came with my Kleenex box and my apple. <laughs> Here, write my name and on it. Here's an apple for you. Class. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, as he was thinking about the teacher. Uh, but yeah, in the syllabus it said, you know, don't refer to me as him, and it would almost, it would spell her, and it would combine him and her and like shim and stuff like that. Shim? Yeah, shim. That's how it would, and, and it's like I'm not an it, and it actually, in the syllabus, it gave us direction on how to refer to the uh, the scar. Right. The walking the walking scar. Shim, I've never heard that. That's actually pretty good. Um, all right, here we go. It's a game show Monday night in the high We do have an open line if anybody wants to get out and play. 800-636-1067. But uh, right now we'll go to Black Albert. Black Albert, I believe you're on line two. Give him a prize just for the name. All right, you ready, my man? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Tranny or trampoline in the hideout? Did you get pleasure? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Some of those sound clips uh, get it going a little bit. Right. Uh, I'd have to go with uh, trampoline. That is correct. Uh, you got one for one. All right, hold on. Let's give you another one over here. Tranny or trampoline? Here we go. F.A. is red. <laughs> one more time. Tranny or trampoline? I'm going to have to go with tranny on that. Congratulations. You know your trannies, Black Albert. Nice. But we already knew that. You're a winner. <laughs> Hold on, dude. Good stuff. That's kind of actually gross. I remember as a kid playing on, like, I had the trampoline in our backyard, and, you know, all the neighborhood kids would come down. And I can remember my neighbor, they had, like, a little three- or four-year-old girl who would come down and want to jump on the trampoline. And, of course, I'd let her get up there, and I'd start bouncing, not yeah. jumping her real high, but to where she could never get her feet. And you know how you'd play the egg game where you'd, you know, curl yourself up and see how, you know. Oh, yeah, you lay down? Yeah, until you break. Well, she would do that, and I would just constantly bounce her to where, you know, she was falling on her neck, hitting, and she could never stand up and stuff like that. And I I, I thought it was funny, but it, it sounds a lot like some of this stuff, transsexual sex. It's kind of odd. Yeah. Um, Dub's over there in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. All right. Now, let me ask you this. Here, I got something for you. Uh. S- related to 
Partially. Okay. Guys in jail for allegedly uh, murdering a couple and dumping their bodies. He tried to steal their mm-hmm. uh, their boat. 29-year-old dude gets a razor and tries to saw off his manhood while in his cell. Why? They haven't said why. Uh, he was unsuccessful. According to the cop, there was a lot of blood. Good night. Take some penicillin and maybe a, a shot of some <laughs> antibiotics and you're good. Um, <laughs> The, the the really cruel thing about it, they reattached. They the, he went through all that trouble and he ended up they ended up reattaching. Why did he do it? Like they 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 don't say. Like they don't know. They're trying to figure out why he did it. But he is up for the death penalty, by the way, in um in uh in California. Mm-hmm. The other interesting thing is this guy used to be on Power Rangers. He used to he was like a child actor on Power Rangers. Which one? Which one? Uh, he, was, he was an extra. Pink. He was an extra in Power Rangers. And later got into a car accident. Red. Left him incontinent in a need for a special medical supplies. And he'd been committing murder, I guess, all up and down uh, the California coastline. They're going to put this kid down. But they say that, like, I could never imagine that things would get so bad that you would get to the point you would look at a razor blade, you would look at yourself and think, I'm going to do this. This seems like a great idea. I, I, I don't know if it's the thing of, you know, you just want to feel, or I I don't know why you would end up doing that. only way you'd end up doing that is if you think you're the wrong sex, you think you're born the wrong sex and you're mentally ill, or you, you just want to feel something. Right. That is part of it, too. If you just, that's, like, you know cutters. You ever you ever know a cutter? I actually, patch? Yes. Well, I used to tell people I was a cutter, just... For the hell of it, you know, when I'd meet somebody, you know, out of the blue, I'd tell them that I was a cutter, and it backfired one time. Actually, here that I was sitting there telling somebody, he was like, "Yeah, my son used to be a cutter," and then he starts opening up to me with all these cutter secrets and inside cutters, and uh, I was like, "Oh, you know, I just opened this this gate that that he thought it was acceptable to talk about cutting and stuff like that with me." Because I told him I used to be a cutter, and I was just, you know, <laughs> just, pulling the wool yeah. over his eyes, and and it was kind of odd it's a pretty dark place it really is because that's what it is you just want to feel something too yeah you if it's a, a chick like that yeah a chick like that is always usually down. they're rocked up and rowdy i knew a girl that was a cutter but it looks like yeah. she shaved with a rock <laughs> uh half <laughs> dubs in for the vacationing jim rome on a monday night 106.7 wjfk um all right let's take a break come back enough of the game shows for tonight that was fun uh and people loved them maybe we can do another one tomorrow uh, game showed out <laughs> But you know, it's a game show about game shows. Yeah. You know what's funny, though, is that, but like, people just, they're not. They love to watch people make asses of themselves. You know what I mean? They love to watch, um, you know, like Wipeout or American Gladiators. That or, Wipeout one, that does interest me for some reason. Are you I kind of want, want to see that. I want, I want to check it out. I know I wouldn't stick with it for more than one episode. Right, but just to tune in for just the yeah. what is it factor, the curiosity factor. Yeah. Do you think, too, like all this stuff, it seems like we can never come up with an original one here. It's always something either taken from England or the Japanese. That wipeout looks exactly like something the Japanese would do. And they'd love to humiliate. My favorite is when they get like a crab or something and they have your neck... Like, uh, like you're, it's just your head sticking up on the yeah. table and the crab's coming at you. And, like, the first one, I guess the last man standing essentially is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, if you can stick in there and then, uh, you know, if the crab doesn't come near you or if it does come near you and you just stay tough, 
Well, I got a game show similar to that that we might could do maybe tomorrow or something like that is, uh, you know, something painful. Can you take it? See how much you can uh, maybe pluck the most nose hairs or something like that? Oh, man, we've done all, we used to do all sorts of stunts. I'm over stunts. Well, if you want to. No, I don't, I was thinking about today, I I had this one nose hair that was trying to to start a mustache and I had to get rid of it and I cried. (laughs) Um, All right, let's take a break. We'll come back on the other side. You want to do some dumb uh, jam poetry? Sure. When we get back on the other side, we'll do some of that. A lot more as we fill in again for Jim Rome. On the other side of this, if you want to get in, 800-636-1067. F.A. and Dubs in the hideout on 106.7. WJFK. It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. In this hour of the Hideout, Pepe got on my case for not giving enough info in my updates. We played Inmate or Playmate. We then discussed what women like. We played Training or Trampoline. We talked about a guy who tried to cut off body parts in jail. Neither J-Dubs or or Hefe said anything funny in that hour. I'm the Kid McLovin, and now you're up to date on the hideout. Hideout with El Hefe and J-Dubs. Everybody's out of work. Scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. No. Hide out. Hour three. This is the hideout. 106.7 WJFKM for the vacationing Jim Rome. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. A little live show for you this Monday night. If you want to, you can give us a call, 800-636-1067. There'll be a litany of different topics you'll be able to call into in the next hour. Yeah, definitely. I want to say hello to everybody in that uh, the Hideout Show Pal Talk room. Uh, they're streaming the show. Fun. Uh, chat room going on, talking about the show, talking about a home run derby, all sorts of stuff. Uh, so hello to everybody in there, and thanks to everyone that sets it up. Uh, Lee Mel's Space Edge, all those guys uh, making it happen. The full bone aids group. Uh, really, yeah, and you know, nameless is in there for mineoutheretics.net, all those message boards. But you really know nothing about still Satchel Patch, right? I'm trying to get into it right now. You, you, I've been slacking, I've been out of it, and uh, I think I've already downloaded the thing, but last time I did it, I kept getting some pop up ad that says run an antivirus scan. So that makes me think. I got to get out of this. Somebody's trying to get my computer an STD. I need to download some penicillin. Whatever. <laughs> I'm getting a virus. Uh, so it is the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Uh, 800-636-1067 if you want to get in on this last hour. All right. America loves game shows, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we pretty much set that up. We did a couple ourselves. They're a big hit. But let me ask you specifically, J-Dubs. Sure. What what do you consider a sport? Like is water. It... <laughs> <laughs> Yellow water. Uh, like there's certain things, you know, because Carlin always had that great bit of there are only really three sports and the rest of them. And he goes through this litany of things of you know why they're not. 
earlier we were talking about Obama and him wanting to get a NASCAR sponsorship, and now he's not going to do a NASCAR sponsorship. But, like, can anything be a sport? Is it feasible that anything could be a sport? Anything can be a competition. But a sport is a different thing than that. Football, sport. Uh, baseball, sport. Water. Uh, basketball, sport. I think those count. Once you lose the ball, though. And that was really... Carlin's whole thing. Like, you have to have yeah. a ball that goes with it. So, but like, what, when we talked about this even uh, on the show. soccer, one, sport. Uh, we talked about this once on a Saturday night, too, about how, you know, the new stuff is MMA. And you got poker, like pokers all over ESPN. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I know what it was because we were on during the Kentucky Derby, I believe. Yeah. And we were on on the Kentucky Derby, and because of that, we were like horse racing. Why does they get? Why this they got sport horse- of kings? Yeah. You know. What about this? Is gaming a sport? Yes. Video games. Video games. No. Yes. All right. Why do you say Satchel Patch? Because it's intense, uh, it's competitive. It's a competition. It's a competition. Just like hockey. Come on now. It is. Oh, you, you bring up, that's a good point. Uh, Easily swayed on that one. Yeah. All right, so there's a hideout download. I got a guy. He's like 20-something years old, like 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, part-time job, living on his mama's couch, and he is convinced that he is going to make it big. As a professional gamer. Now, I know Spike TV is supposed to start a professional gaming tour. Right. On TV and everything. I, so Listen to this guy talk about it and see if, like, you respect him. As an athlete. Yeah, as an athlete, all right? Right off the bat, once I get the controllers down, I'm always one of the best. Just the fact that I can play video games, period, is a blessing to me. And the fact that I can play, for, like, try to play and make money now is, like, amazing to me. Is it crazy that you can make money now playing video games? Like, you can go to tournaments and stuff? It's, it's such a big thing, and it, it's gotten so big that people will pay to watch people be good at it. You know? yeah, oh, yeah. People so, will sit around and watch. Like, I hate nothing more than if I'm playing video games and i got a buddy playing video games just sitting them. there watching. But people love that now. I remember we uh, I had to host a thing out at a Halo tournament. Right. And it, it was kind of cool, and I enjoyed watching for the first five minutes because it was at one of these big dome places, and the dome was their screen, the huge dome. Right. So that's kind of cool at first, seeing all this go on uh, on an uh, insanely big screen. But I got really bored with it really quick, but people were sitting in the stadium seating watching this, cheering for one or the other person. That's amazing yeah. to me. It really is amazing. I broke my wrist. I had to have surgery. It does bother me sometimes in the middle of the tournament, but I've learned to play through it. Honestly, I thank God every day that my hand works. But uh, when I was in the hospital for about two months, uh, a friend of mine, he brought me a Sega Genesis and signed. But I remember the game that really got me into video games and got me addicted to video games was uh, Mario Brothers 3, you know? All right. Mario Brothers 3 was pretty sweet. That's that was a, first, a good game. That's the first one where you could fly? Yeah. All right. Now think about this. Yeah, that did raccoon you, tail. Did you ever think when we got a Nintendo... <laughs> Mm-hmm. That people would be making money playing playing games like that. Like, it was such a pastime. I guess, but you know what? At the arcades, like in the 50s and in the 60s, I guess they were always making money. Like, you're, you yeah, could always you're run betting. a scam. But, but even back in the day, Fred Savage, his little buddy was doing it. Yeah, he was out Wonder there. Wonder Years? Yeah. He was out there. Uh, he had the glove. Yeah. And no. that was Mario 3. <laughs> no. That was 
was Mario 3 when it the, first came out because he knew all the secrets. But he was playing Rad Racer with the glove, and that was the arch enemy. All right, I thought you were talking Wonder Years. I forgot. What was the name of the, the wizard? Was it called the wizard? Yeah. Did the, you, wiz. the wizard. The wizard. Did whatever. you ever have the power glove? Uh, no, my friend did, and it was terrible. It was god-awful. I guess it, that was kind of what, like the original... Wii-type thing? Yeah. yeah it, it, but the it just wasn't there yet. The, the Remember the stupid power pad, and you're sitting there, and you're running on that like a maniac? Wow. Jumping? That right. goes way back. I always, my favorite controller would be the uh, the one that's about the size of a laptop and had huge buttons. Yeah, the big joystick tur- one. Yeah, you could do turbo. Yeah. And like on uh, Kung Fu, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. you could just hit the turbo, yeah, and, and Mr. X, oh, 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 oh. On Kung Fu, they would just walk up and you just knock them down yep. and everything. Yeah, you were the, the new Michael Winslow, Satchel <laughs> I mean, your your impressions and your sound effects are just fantastic. The, the weird thing about Nintendo, uh, you could beat it if you knew that little trick that you had to call uh, the Nintendo helpline to get. Because all the games, the final, the final guy you had to kill, there was some little trick that you could do. And it would always win, and it would always work. But it was, it was insane trying to figure out that little trick. But even if you think back at it now, still, it's a sport now. Yeah. No, and people are making, but people are making money off of this, dude. It's video, a profession almost now. Video games are, they say, by 2012, 14.4 billion dollars in sales. Wow. One of the biggest things we got going right now. Here's some more of this guy in this hideout download about being a professional gamer. And it, it, was, it seems so much easier now than back then. I was like 12 years old, 10 years old, something like that. So I wasn't supposed to move my hand, so my hand was elevated and I was playing video games. And I think that playing video games while my hand was healing actually helped my hand because to me it was really like, it's, it's very therapeutic. My mom is the most important person. She's my number one sponsor. I think... The kid over here gets more poontang than this guy playing Nintendo. <laughs> I think he actually has a girlfriend. First she thought it was just like some pipe dream, but now she's like, she's definitely supporting me right now, which is why she, she was on the hustle to get my internet back. And All right, you hear that? The mom is supporting this kid. Like, she she's an enabler. Yeah. Like, she's going to wonder one day. She's like her- that, that, uh, that mom in the ghetto saying that her kid's going to be the next LT. Right. Or, or even beyond that, like the mom of the drug addict. Who knows that he's he's asking for money so he can have gas money, but actually he's going out and oh, buying some Oh, and she knows everything. Yeah. Time to go trick for coke. Yeah, but instead <laughs> she's just sitting here supporting this kid. I would, I think about it, and I know this is our audience, and I, you know what I mean. And I, I would love to talk to you. If, I love gaming. I know you love gaming, but just put yourself in the position that you're a forty-something person, all right? And you got your twenty-something kid. You had your kid when you were in your twenties. You know what I mean? And so now, he's just hanging out in your house, dreaming of I want to be a professional gamer. It's Dude, gonna be it's gonna be something completely different. This is what this is one of the things we're gonna look back on in twenty years and saying, people actually thought they were gonna do this for money or actually make a good living. It's going to be breakdancing no, of know, our time. You know what it's gonna be? I'm gonna be the one that's gonna look like an idiot because of course you can make millions play being a professional gamer. I'm telling you the way. Sales are going. There's no doubt that people are going to be all over this and making big money on. Have you it. ever seen people? Have you ever seen people out like uh, at actual events and bars and everything playing uh, Guitar Hero? Oh yeah, they're out there just doing that. You know, it's like karaoke night. Yeah, I've actually wanted to do that more with, uh, you know, with the way internet gaming is now. Uh, you know, you play your Madden, your NCAA football. 
to go to a bar and compete with people you know that would normally come there, but it takes so long to play. Yeah. At the same time, though, there are so many. The, it, the market is so saturated that even if you wanted to make money doing something like this, it's going to be really tough. I don't know, man. I guess if you're always if you're always a badass, you just roll with it. Yeah, the mom would be like, oh, you know, we'll get it back. We'll get the internet back eventually. Give it a week. No, no. She was like, well, Felix needs to start practicing because he came in second place out of the tournament. My son is not going to be coming in second place because he can't practice. All right, this goes back. This kid's in his 20s. Yeah. This goes back to every parent thing. 24, by the way. Every parent thinking their kids special. Here's the thing. Parents enabling. (laughs) My kid's going to be the greatest at something. This would be okay if this kid was 13 and she's really supporting him at the age of 13. He's 24. He should be done with college. People become lawyers in this time. He has bills. You know what I mean? He's like insurance payments. No, my son isn't going to to miss out on practice. Like he's trying to make the varsity squad. It's ridiculous. And we wonder why we're going down the tubes, you know, because you got Ma like this with her kid uh, aspiring. Again, I know we have gamers in the audience, and I don't want to offend you. It's more of the fact of, like, think about it from the totality of where we are in our society right now. She's talking like he's doing his fourth uh, tour in Iraq without armor. You know what? I want my kid to be the best couch potato it can be her and my girlfriend are the most important people to me and if it wasn't for them supporting me i wouldn't be doing this but they're both telling me you know hey you know you've got skills do it go for it <laughs> give it that one last dish effort if it doesn't work out then you gotta bug then up you're and be 40 and go finish your school and get a, get a good job and start doing something you know and i'm like well okay that will, hey, you multitask that will you ask that will never happen he will never go get never the give dream. up on the dream now that's a good question like seriously at what point do you call it quits on the dream? At what point do you say the hideout had its time, it's time to move on? Oof, we've been close. Uh, is <laughs> it finally time? When do you, like, at what point? Seriously. He's 24. And by the way, this is a young man's game if you're going to be a professional gamer. Most of these guys are like 12. When another real <laughs> option shows itself, that's when you, you really call it quits. Really? Yeah. Then I should have quit this afternoon. No. There's no real options for you. There's stuff that looks real, but it's as fake as the hideout. Uh, it is the hideout. Hefe and Dubs in for the vacationing gym room on a Monday night. 106.7 WJFK. So, anyway, I, you know, I just thought it was kind of funny because we're talking about, you know, yeah. game shows and gaming. Like, if I told my dad, imagine a conversation. Like, I don't think your dad would be the same, but if I went up to my dad and I told him. Oh, man. My dad's birthday. I haven't called him yet. It's today? Yeah. You had to call I got to call him during the yeah, commercial break. Call him during the commercial break. <laughs> My mom's was yesterday, and uh, it was really uncomfortable telling her happy sure. birthday. But, yeah, if I sat there and I told my dad, hey, I want to be a professional gamer. That's exactly what he <laughs> oh, would do. Oh, yeah, you get punched in the back of the head. What do they do? they have video games in Arkansas? When yeah, man. Up? Yeah, man. I, I can remember when I first got a Nintendo. It cost about $100, and that was astronomical back then. And, you know, come with a Duck Hunt and Mario yeah. Brothers. Duck Hunt. And... Thanks for the echo. <laughs> what do you? What do you? You said like almost like you sound like you're high. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Duck hunt. <laughs> but you know we had it, and I can remember going to my parents thinking when Mario Brothers Two came out, I can remember my neighbor got it for Christmas, and I was telling my parents I have to have this, and they were like, why? And I was like, you don't understand, the princess can float. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like, Mario Brothers too. Yeah, that's, it was too. That's why I was like, I gotta have this. It, you know, the princess can float. If, if you can tap your button a bunch of times, Luigi, Luigi can kind of 
Key going in the air. Yeah, yeah. And, and my dad, I, we would have just battles, epic battles. At uh, bedtime, you know, I'd be sitting there playing my Nintendo game. He'd come in there smacking me in the back of the head, turn it off. And I said, I haven't saved yet. I haven't, I got to get to a saving point. Yeah, that and, was the worst. And you, you sit there and you can maybe squeeze another 30 minutes out of gaming. Just saying, I'm looking for a save point, and they have no clue what's going on. <laughs> My dad was the exact opposite. Actually, he liked gaming, too, when I was that age. Uh, he he loved Zelda, and he actually woke me up at, like, 2 a.m. when he was beating Zelda and goes, hey, I, I just got to Ganon. Come on out. And, and, and that's funny, because he is looking for his son's, like, almost acceptance then of, now my, I was excited. my son will finally be proud of me. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. In and the this game will Z- say not, so in the end. Not in the game of life, <laughs> but in the game of Zelda. Oh, boy. The arrow of light will show the way. Hey, let me... Triforce. Okay. Let's say 12 years old, all right? Talking about video games. Mm. When you were 12, what was the most important thing in your life? Like, what consumed you when you were at the age of 12? Sugar. More than anything? Probably candy for me and chocolate. My parents wouldn't let me have sweets because I would be off the wall. And so when I was a child, I was on a 24-7 mission to sneak cupcakes, Snickers. But hey, we didn't How have young are we talking here? 12. I would, 12? Ra- I would raid the neighborhood. I would yeah. go into houses and stuff like that, stealing cupcakes and, like, cherry pies out of the window and walk around with just cherry pies. Oh, you young <laughs> man? No. Yeah. Who steals my windowsills? <laughs> and who, who lets them cool on windowsills anymore? We did that back in the day. we got to look out for that satchel patch. He might be stealing another cherry pie. Hey, Satchel, want to go get us a picnic basket? Is <laughs> the ranger says? Go. I see, that's funny, though. So sugar for you, for me, I just, and again, this is why it's so interesting to have the kid in this room. Mm-hmm. Kid, what for you consumed you at the age of 12? Think back when you were the age of 12. What consumed you? Care Bears doesn't count. Um, we care. Besides My Little Pony. We what was care. Oh, uh, Wow. Twelve Smurf. I was I was a pretty big gamer back. Were you? Yeah. What'd you like? What kind of games? Duck Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mario Brothers. Oh God. Because like I'm thinking when I was twelve, the only thing I could think about was getting laid. Yeah. That was. I was I was consumed with batching and video games. At twelve? Oh, at because tw- I I because I was uh, molested by a fat woman. Uh, when I was a kid, well, I, st- I, st- I actually started earlier than that. I was very sexualized, so like I was very aware of sex. You what know grade? what I mean? What grade is twelve? Seventh. Seventh grade? More like sixth, isn't it? It's more like the sixth grade. Oh, well, if sixth grade, then yeah, there were sixth grade is that's I when people sex. start asking you in school, "Are you a virgin?" No, 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 I'm not a virgin. You know? I got my girlfriend in Canada. Uh, yeah, 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 that type of stuff. So I guess. That's 12 years old. It, that wasn't sugar then. I guess that was more of a, you know, seven, six, seven, eight years old, something like that. I just, like, I remember sitting there and thinking about how great it would be to to be with a woman and, and or, you know, or whoever was in, you know, in, in my class. Lay with Lord, it. Lord Lord no. and, uh, and, here's, here's a phenomenon. And everything that I would do. Here's a phenomenon from when you were a kid, and you didn't know why, but, and I still don't understand the reason why, but when you had a very sexual dream as a kid, it was spot on to how sex really is when you're growing up. Like, like the feelings you'd feel. Right. And all that kind of you stuff know, and in the you dream. wake up and your bed was crusty. Yeah. That's because that's primal. Like, you is may it? have never felt it before, but it's primal. 
There's no doubt. In previous lives, you felt yeah, it? Yeah, like, well, not in previous lives, but there's something within your genes. Mm. There's got to be something within oh, your genes. Oh, there was. They were stuck in my life. <laughs> As a human being, <laughs> where, like, somewhere in your DNA, you know, through the passing down of time, you mm. know, even though you've never been with a person before, you know what it feels like, and that's why that happens. Well, they had a gay people claim that it was, uh, you know, inher- born, they're born like that. Because yeah. they're born... Dreaming of dudes growing up, and they. And it was the same felt. thing. Like whenever we would have a, an accident like that, you know, they, they would too. But they were thinking about dudes at the time. I'm telling. I always thought about that too. But it has to be something within, like just you as a human, and the mm-hmm. way that you develop, and it is so innate within us. The whole idea of sexuality. But again, that's I why I say, look at the kid. We're, ha- this- we're having a conversation about sex, and he's walk- watching the home run derby. He could care less about the tang. I think it's a little bit of this. And this is pot talk right here. It is. But I think because you come from your mom and because you come from your dad and their genes, I think some of their memories and that kind of stuff is passed along to you. Oh, wow. So uh. that's actually like... Yeah, you, you like... Part of their oh, mental dude. makeup that's is why, part that's of you. Very that's why talk. That's why you wanted to make out with your mom, maybe. That's that your dad's memories. That is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even believe he kissed that hoe. Uh, here's what's interesting. You may have hit something wrong. Yeah. Like that's actually very odd to think about. Like something within yeah, you and everything your sub- else is passed on. Why wouldn't the, like some of their subconscious and some of their memories be passed on too within their DNA? Can you think of the horrid stuff that our kids are going to, and just like from us? I don't know why I have this affinity for tranny porn and and trampolines. What is it? Why, why, what's wrong with me? Just go with it, son. Yeah. Embrace it. It will help you one day kill a segment on a radio show. By the way, I'm at Gannon. You want to come watch? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's so funny to think about that. 800-636-1067, what it is that's innate within you, uh, and what really drove you when you were a 12-year-old kid? Because that was absolutely, I mean, it was sex, it was video games, it was candy. But how much different is it really now? Like, oh, it's not different at all. You might sprinkle some easier. beer and some uh, drugs in there, too. Yeah, it's actually and, easier. Now you got the Internet, they're texting each other, sex pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. they got the Internet, because if... If they, I would have been internet savvy in sixth grade. Most sixth graders are this nowadays. Oh, no doubt. Uh, I can, I can remember when I was young. I knew sixth graders that were getting high and stuff like this, and they'd already gotten to drugs. And, mm-hmm. and now I think it's starting a lot younger. Younger in elementary school, you're getting into this stuff. And, and it's, you know, I don't, I don't know. I can remember far back as seventh or second grade. Excuse me. Uh, going underneath the uh, you know, a playground, a little wooden pyramid, me and a, a buddy of mine and, and two black girls, Adrena Dansby and Freshenda Heard. Mm-hmm. I, I won't forget this. And uh, they came and showed us their ninnies. And, nice. And we went and told the teacher. Like, we, me and my buddy Jimbo, we were, like, really into it. Like, show, show, you know. And, uh, you know, you show me yours, I'll show you ours. So they showed it to us. So then immediately we run and told the teacher. You mo. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they made him walk. You know, walk the length of the playground for the rest of uh, the other 15 minutes. But. As the punishment, that was it? Yeah. Why would y'all go tell? Like, what, were you just afraid? Or I what? don't know. You know, we are like, show it to us. They did, and we just went snitched. <laughs> uh, all right, there's a joke that's there, and we'll just drop it, because we want to come back for the next segment here in The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. The Hideout. 
Hideout with El Jefe and Jay Dugs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. I'm feeling so wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Wrapping it up on a Monday night, it is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hefe and Dubs with you. Uh, Bill, and, Bill yeah. in for the vacationing gym Rome. You can be a part of it too. 800 636 1067. Hideout Radio is the AOL instant messenger name. If you want to go check out our brand spanking new page on WJFK.com, some of the Hideout. Go up there and uh, just scroll down the, the bar there. You'll yeah. see the hideout. Yeah, don't forget to leave your nasty comments. Yes. We're taking one for Tony Snow because people are talking a lot of trash about him undeservedly. Talk trash about people who deserve it. And talk us. trash about us because we aren't Jim Rome and we're just filling in for him because he's on vacation. He's going to be back later. Or talk trash about us because we're not whoever. Yeah. Just talk Because you'll us. like to. Uh, again, it's F.A. and Dubs, Satchel Patch, Kid McLovin over there, 106.7 WJFK. Alright, can I be honest for a moment? Can I pull back sure. the curtain just for two seconds? I'd rather you did. Yeah, I, uh, I'm tired. Oh, yeah, you've been, uh, up here at the station since what time this morning? Since just about 7 o'clock Ooh. in the morning. Ooh. Wow, what wow. the hell am I doing? My second three-hour radio show today. I do an AM talk show, too. Uh, You're a warrior. I'm not. what I really could use right now. Sleep? Meth. I think that meth would be the thing that cures all of my problems at this point. I think Satchel can hook you up with someone who needs to be the fourth meth to cure. That won't be a problem. I can whip it up and right quick and in a hurry. Uh, just let me get to a couple of the ingredients. I'll run to the kitchen and be back in 35 minutes uh, with soot on my face. Uh... <laughs> It's uh, it's Yeah. So um, have you uh, where are you on energy drinks right now? Like, what are you doing? Uh, I do about three a day. That's good though, right? Yeah, I, and I also go to Big Lots for them, <laughs> and they're about sixty cents a piece. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, sunk in that low, huh? Yeah. Well, actually, you, you get to try some stuff that didn't really work out there in the regular market. And you find out why sometimes, and you find some hidden gems. For people that don't know what a Big Lots is, it's like a... Uh, they have them there, right there in D.C. It's a uh, second-hand yeah. store, not though, really, right? Not, it's basically a closeout store, like where stuff that doesn't sell at the regular store, they send it all over to Big Lots, you know and what you I, get there at a discount price. Yeah, what's great there is the shrimp. You should get the shrimp. I'm not and, getting the shrimp from Big Lots. <laughs> and the clams, because anything uh, seafood-wise would be really good. Get I don't know if they have seafood there. If they did, if I walked in and saw that and I was in the pool where I'm about to get that, I'd just go stand in front of a subway train. I'd just get in front of the metro and say, all right, this is where it is right now. This is what I'm going to do. I'm done with it already. Remember that night when we were Ron and Fez right here on WJFK? Mm. And then did we do it on Ron and Fez or on the hideout late night? Where we had you drink, what, like 10 energy that drinks on, a night? That was on Ron and Fez because there was a guy in D.C. who was trying to market his brand new energy drink that I believe fell flat on its face. Which you're probably drinking now yeah. from Big Lots. Yeah, that one from five years ago or four years ago. Um, 
Yeah, I drank ten in about eight minutes. Whoa! And I was, I actually did the worm, you know, that little dance on the floor. I can't do it again. Uh, there, I don't know how I did it, but I ended up doing it. You want to do that tomorrow night? The worm? No, the eight energy drinks and. Or I, think that'd, and eight. I think that'd work for you. It really, I think, possibly would. Did you crash hard from that? Oh, yeah. Uh, and I did it at like 7.30 or 8, and we had to be on the air until like 1. Right. So I was dead for the actual show. Dude, that'd be great. Do you think that's something you can do when you're young? Like if you tried it again, you'd have a heart attack? I think, I think I'm very close as it is because I just pound those things all day long. How much of that do you have compared to like water? Uh, <laughs> I don't drink any water really. So, I don't want to be too descriptive, but when you go number one... It's been bad lately. Is it like a, like neon. a neon? Yeah. Go in the door. No, actually, pretty dark. Dude. Oh. Your poor kidneys, like, you just imagine between that and the cigarettes, just the damage you're doing to your body? Oh. I, how long... Irreversible. When do you... How long do you think you're going to make it? Like, what do you... You will be shocked... 60. You will be shocked if you make... 60. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Do you want to live any older than that? Any no, because that? anybody, like, unless you really make it and you make a lot of money, you're anywhere over 70, you're living pretty poor on the government's time. <laughs> his kids, can you imagine his kids' kids? Like, when he gets to 60, not only can you imagine the offspring this one would have, but the offspring of offspring. Why are you talking that, about that, me? That to deal you're with. as dirty as I am. <laughs> I'm not. But that's what, and what, you're dating illegal. <laughs> Do you want to get old? That's kind of the point. Because no, I I actually do. Like every once in a while, I feel my heart palpitate and I think, all right, is this it? Is this how I'm leaving the earth? And I think, man, if I do get old, if I get to the point where I'm wrinkled and stuff, I think I or would. You be, looked at the back of your head like I know, right? I think I'd be okay with it because that means I would have lived longer on this earth. Why the hell do we want to be on this earth? What is it that's so great about this earth or our lives that we want to sit here and we want to do it every single day, as many days as I can? Think about the existence that you're living right now. You really want to do that again for decades? I respect Kurt Cobain <laughs> for putting that shotgun in his mouth and just pulling the trigger and saying, enough of this world. Or Jimi Hendrix saying, give me as much drugs as I can so I can choke on my own vomit. Elvis right. dying on a toilet. That's the way you go out in life. There have been days where you know, when I was very drug induced, where I would just line up you know, whatever I had I'd say, oh, I wonder if this will kill me and just take it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I mean you. I, I was bored. You don't enjoy the buzz? Well see, you know, overdosing and stuff like that, that's you, you, get, you, don't, you lose that buzz. You know, when I get drunk and used to Pretty much average about 10 to 12 beers a day, seven days a week. You know, I couldn't wait to go pick up another 12-pack of Milwaukee's Best just so I could hammer it down. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to go out that next day and not be buzzed, you know? But is that the existence? Do you wish you had no, died at anymore. that point? Not anymore. But you don't wish you had died at that point? No, I enjoyed it. I do. Uh, it is <laughs> the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Like, is every day a gift? You know you meet those people where every day is a gift? They're lying. Like the kid in here, breathing heavy. You know what it is? <laughs> it's wrapped poop. That's the gift. You're running a bit. You got it from Spencer's. Screw you. Why do you get so angry all of a sudden? You're tired. That's why. Is that what it is? I'm cranky old man? Yeah. 
Kid, do you look at life like, man, you wake up in the morning, this is going to be a great day. I'm going to love this <laughs> I day. I can see him just jumping out of bed in a karate stance whistling. He doesn't just e- ready. He doesn't even have an alarm clock. It's just Mary Poppins pops on automatically. And that's what his, every day it's roses <laughs> and unicorns. Spoons full of sugar. Is Waking up, is? singing no, Chim Chimney, Chim Chim No, not at all. Really? Is it a miserable existence? Tell me you have a miserable existence, please. I don't have a miserable existence. Why wouldn't you just tell missed. me so okay. I can have a better Okay, I, I have a miserable existence. Of course you do. You've never been laid. Why <laughs> wouldn't... Like, I would at the very least think, do I want to go through another day of not having ever been laid? And that would go through... That would that would gnaw on me. You know what I mean? Like, I would seriously... I'd look at myself in the mirror, and you know what i do? i grab my head, and i get the mirror, and i go like this. And i just bang my head against that mirror until the blood seeped all the way through, and it looked like I was crying blood. Like uh, Jesus in some cathedral, because the rapture's coming. Now, kid, I really want you to run a batch. I, I, Don't I? Not, I, not I, now, I, not on the air. No, not on the air. But in, this may be a gay request coming from another man, but please run one. No, not at all. I'll be there to walk you through it if you need support on how to do stuff. Huh? Uh, you say moral or oral? 800 <laughs> Again. I want to talk to somebody who's happy. Yeah, me. I'm happy. I'm happy. I want to hear. How are you happy? I've seen you around the station. You're always miserable. But that's because I'm at work. But but that's true though. This kid, you can't you can't rattle the satchel patch. He it rolls off his back like nobody's business. The same way. What happened to you? I got dumped. I lost my job. I lost my life. You really did. Yeah. Then why do you? They all got ripped away. Why do, you, why do you continue to exist? I don't know. That's why there's the yardstick of death.com. You need something to look forward to. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe people, you need, you like, you got to have something to look forward to to make What are we life. looking forward to right now? I'm Every look, Saturday right now? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. I got, uh, you know, what I'm looking forward to is this what happened after last Saturday night, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is one of the things that makes me happy. You may say this is gay or whatever, but uh, gay. I got uh, queer oh, flowers for my girl. Yeah. What? My, my girl gave me flowers, and uh, it's, it's almost like a, a male version. Oh, you got it on her table, and she uh, squatted. No, it's it's, it's kind of like uh, you know. Whenever I ask for flowers, that's what a girl does for me. Girls, you know how girls it's want flowers, name. and you give a girl flowers, and it just makes their day. My my girl gave me her version of flowers, and uh, so after last Saturday night, we get done with the hideout. I go home. And Are you I, sure you weren't reading a Craigslist ad worth a no, hundred no, no. red roses for? No, I walk, I, only flowers I, I walk up to my apartment, and uh, I have this note right here that I'm holding, and it says, Club 1601 tonight, and that's I live in apartment 1601. It says, Music right. by Outcast." All right, hold on a second. I hate your girlfriend already Listen for this. what you're about to tell me. Listen to this. So it says, Club 1601 tonight, Music by Outcast, Sexy Service, Free Before Midnight, Dinner at 10 p.m., Unlimited Kisses and Unlimited Hugs, No Dress Code. I hope an undercover border patrol does that same right. thing to her. So listen to this. So listen to this. I, I, I kind of, I kind of read it. I kind of read it, and I can hear. Let me hold this up to the power talk camera. I can hear uh, Outcast, Equimini jamming real loud in the apartment. I dig Outcast. It's one of my favorite groups. Yeah. yeah why wouldn't you? And because uh, you're black. So, so as I open the door, you know, she's there and she gives me a kiss. You know, right as I kind of walk in. And uh, it wasn't that, you know, I, I really didn't realize what was going on. I stepped in the apartment, set my computer down, set everything down, and took a step back. And she's got high heels on, uh, the boy short panties with a lace, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, what, a lace top, something to see through. 
And, uh, you know, it's, it's like that. I'd step back and like, damn. And a plantain stuffed in her shorts? Because I know Cubans love plantains. <laughs> Let's go to line one. Joe Burke. Oh, jeez. Are you happy? What's up, Joe? Hey, boys, I am happy. I'm Joe Ardinger, your boy down here in Burke, Virginia. Ah, what's up, Joe? Joe Radio coming up next. Oh, wait, no, it's Loveline. Uh, no, no, that's in a few more days. Um, yeah. No, I was talking, you know, I was listening to you guys in the car on the way in, and um, I have to say, at 12 years old, I was making gunpowder. <laughs> and and then, uh, as far as that gaming kid is concerned, what is mm-hmm. he, 20, 20-something years old? 24. Oh, yeah. Well, if he wants to be a professional gamer, there's a little game called uh, Liberate Iraq. And people like him make me want to just say, ship him. <laughs> yeah. I say a good game for him is Russian Roulette. That's exactly where I was going. Hey, Joe, what are you up to tonight? I ain't going to guess Here. beverages. I'm in the hideout, yo. Love it. Thank Word. you, Joe. Joe, uh, we'll uh, call back uh, tomorrow. You, you, oh. You've been the best caller of the night. Rack him. There <laughs> Howdy, five bitches. 5,000, Joe. I love Joe. He's the greatest. Joe Radio Saturday nights right here on 106.7 WJFK. So your girl makes like this. You know why that annoys me? Let me tell you why that annoys me. Because you don't like blackened, uh, blackened fish. I got home. There's blackened fish with rice and stuff like that. Sat down and ate. And uh, I just hate the cheesy romance crap. It, it really wasn't cheesy romance. It, you know, you, it's, the, the note is almost a little bit cheesy. But then when you step in, she's wearing high heels, panties, and a, and a nice let little... Me see, let me see that note. That's what I think about you and your note. I'm telling you, you'd, if, if you if you went home from my your dad, invitation, this is you would be a it. lot happier, and you wouldn't be so angry with life. Yeah, maybe that's you what it so? is. Life's good when it's, when it's uh, yeah, when you got a Latin chick in your life. <laughs> yeah. You like it? Oh, man. Have you like met you, her family you, yet? Oh, yeah. They're cool. They're cool. Uh, it's good to me, you know? She's real good to me. It's good to me. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you, you better send half your paycheck over to them, so it's, it's perfect. <laughs> it buys a lot to, more over there. Yeah, send this back to Cuba. Uh, they don't need to roll cigars the rest of their lives. She um, she listen to the show at all? No. Good. <laughs> Keep it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to make it uncomfortable when I first meet her. That'd be really uncomfortable. That's why I, I had to. That's, meet her. that's why I had to take her to see Sex in the City. Now we're going to meet her on the show. We'll meet her in real life. Oh yeah, no problem with that. So you dated all kinds of races, right? Yeah. Is you liking Cuban the best so far? So far, yeah, I'd have to say so. What is it? The sex? Is it the way that she writes you little love notes? No, this, this you get married kind of, on. This kind of the first one. No, I don't think so. Is it the way she cleans her room? <laughs> Stop it. That's racist. Honestly, no, man. She takes care of it. She takes care of the dishes. Yeah. She, she takes care of laundry. I go home. The house is clean. She keeps a tidy house. And, you know, I keep. Does she a, turn down your bed? No, I, I actually she does. I control my woman, and she takes care of it, and, and you know, <laughs> handles business. Are there always fresh towels? <laughs> I said, turn it down. Turn the bed down. Do not tuck the bottoms in. My chick just reminded me on Pal Talk that she gave me a tissue paper flower. Dubs, it's very similar to the flower that you request. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm I'm loopy now. All right, six more hours of radio to do tomorrow. Can't wait for it. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thank you, Jim Rome, for going on vacation so we could hang out. Seriously, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're in again tomorrow night, but usually it is Saturday nights in which you can step into the hideout and enjoy yourself like Joe Ardinger. 
Joe Ar- that's the that's the state in which you need to be in to enjoy this show. <laughs> Rocked off your ass with some bush beer. Yeah. That's the way you do it up. I can't wait to meet your chick. Like I really kinda wanna meet her now. She's cool. Her. Is she? Yeah, she's real cool. Well she leaving mint on my pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've known y'all for, you know, a year or something like that, maybe a year and a half. I've been with this girl for six months. If she puts up with me, she's got to be cool. That's why I think you're going to marry her. So that way she'll let you push around that little cart in the halls. (laughs) That way you can both put your names on it. All right, I'm done getting out on that note. Hey, stick around. The Kid McLovin is going to have your final hideout minutes. Coming up next is Loveline as well. Want to remind you, I believe the podcast should already be up, and um, I think his on-air name's Landfill. I just want, I don't know, I don't know if they call, uh-oh, I hope they call him that on the air. <laughs> oh, jeez, that could have been bad. Well, anyway, a really awesome Mr. guy. Phil. Yeah, he's been uploading the podcast, so uh, he's got things going, man, and look for those podcasts to be updated already. And we'll be back again tomorrow night. Once again, Jim Rome on vacation. You guys have a fantastic rest of your Monday night. We'll see you tomorrow after the Mike O'Mara show. Again, WJFK.com is where you get that. WJFK is where you go and you leave your evil messages for us instead of tormenting the soul of Tony Snow. And WJFK.com is where you can go and get links to the Pal Talk Room, which everyone was in tonight. And also to HideoutHeretics.net where you can get every show we've ever done, including... Old DC shows and old shows when we were in Orlando. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, right back here on 106.7 WJFK. Again, uh, Fairfax Studios, stay tuned. Uh, coming up next, the Kid McLovin's, um, well, his uh, his final minutes on 106.7 WJFK. We out, bitch, 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Yeah. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I, I, 5,000. It's time for the Hideout Minutes with the Kid McLovin. On this hour of The Hideout, we talked about whether gaming is a sport, we talked about how how tired Hefe is, we talked about Satchel Patch getting flowers, and we talked about being happy. I'm the Kid McLovin, and now you're up to date on The Hideout. 5,000.